Hey, thanks for tuning in to Are You Talking REM Remi? Hey, Adam. Yes, Scott. A quality night's sleep helps you prevent burnout. Fuck you. I'll accept it, but it also helps you make better decisions. Sure does. And it helps you improve your memory, does it not? Uh, what did I, I just say? <laughs> Good bit. Boom. Now, to design a better mattress, Lisa has leveraged 30-plus years of experience. Do you think that's all, like, the company's 30 years, or they hired 30 people who have one year of experience? I think they hired 300 people with however many minutes of experience that is. <laughs> and they have hundreds of hours of testing, um, and they've developed the perfect mattress for all body shapes and sleeping styles, even your body shape, Ooh. whatever that is. Okay. I don't even know how to describe it. Take their word for it. Um, through their 110 program, they donate one mattress for every 10 they sell, and together with the Arbor Day Foundation, Lisa plants one tree for every mattress sold. That's terrific. Yeah, the whole world is a forest now because we, of them. We have two Lisa mattresses in our house. And you have I two now? Say, no, one. And it is terrific. <laughs> no, I was thinking of the wrong one, but the one we just got is... Wait, you were th what were you thinking of? Your coffee table? Yep. My, I was thinking of my ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> Don't miss these summer savings. These savings apparently only happen during the summer, Adam, so this is exciting. Okay. Get $160 off. What a deal. A Lisa, get $160 off of a Lisa mattress at lisa.com slash REM. That's lisa.com slash REM. From chronic to collapse, town and into now, respectively, that is, this is Are You Talking, R.E.M. Remy? The comprehensive and encyclopedic compendium of all things R.E.M. This is good rock and roll. Uh, music. Welcome to the show. Oh, here we are. Here we are. This is going to be... A really special show. Um, good friend of ours. We each, I believe, hang out with him socially, if I'm not great, mistaken. Great guy. Great hang. Great guy. Um, I'm talking about myself, of course. Yeah, Thank Scott you very Ackerman. much. Hey. <laughs> I am here, your host of the show. No, a, a good friend of ours, Jason Manzukas, is going to be on a little later. We're going to talk to him about, I mean, I know I must have some questions to ask him about uh, the band that we talk about. Well, I think that... Um, I think, sorry, is it okay if I'm, Super am I quiet? talking too loud? Yeah, could you quiet down? Okay. This is really straining my eardrums right it now. It just seems like there's uh, like interested parties, if you know what I mean. Like, right, I don't know what you mean. Like you right outside the door. I'm just, I'm just a little worried about interested parties and, you know, like yeah. wanting to know. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. what, what we're talking what we're talking about. okay so you, you we should be quiet so that like, people who are these interested party like well, the paparazzi no 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 a bit more kind of uh, governmental if you know what I mean like like just you think that the gov like let's just let's just say they're interested parties okay is this some sort of QAnon thing I'll just say there are 17 of them and they're right outside the door. Adam, have you 
become a crazy conspiracy theorist since our last episode. <laughs> That's the thing about conspiracies, Scott. They're every single one of them are real. <laughs> Wait, so you so you are not only a conspiracy theorist, but you think all conspiracy theories are real? Yeah, and it's not theorist, it's realist. <laughs> Cons- conspiracy realist. realist. Thank I you. See. Thanks for saying it out loud. Uh, Adam, there's no one outside. No one cares about what we're doing. Mm. There was uh, uh I mean Ryan's in the room. Is that who you're talking about? No, I was I was talking about all the people. That, there's, there's no, no one. there's no one outside. Are you seeing people? I don't see – well, the door is closed. I don't see anything. We had Haley Joel Osment on a while ago. Maybe some of those is dead he, people is that he used still to – here? He might still – some of those dead people that hung and out they, with him might still be here. They all follow him around? <laughs> um, okay. If there's no one here. There's then, no one here. No. Everything's fine. It's fine. No one cares. Okay. No one cares what we do. Great. No one cares other than our gentle listeners oh, who are yeah. listening to us now and are, are wondering what we're going to talk to Jason Manzoukas about. Yeah, I, I think I would like to hear uh, when he first heard of REM. I mean, I think that would be. A, <laughs> I don't know that I can ask him okay. that. That's very, very. It's personal. up to you. It is up to me, and I've decided I'm going to pass. Okay. Can I ask? No. Okay. All right. Well, then let's just leave that one. Uh, let's leave that. Totally. Maybe we can just whip it out if there's a lull in the interview. If there's, a, I promise you, if there's ever even the hint of a lull, yeah. If if there is, you know, even if, uh, you know, like Robert Altman style overlapping dialogue, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. doesn't occur, and there's just a microsecond of a pause, uh-huh. I will whip it out. Don't worry, because you, that's just one you can depend on. To yes. just kind of get the party started. Get the party started. And that's and that he is the original party starter, uh, as we've all nicknamed him. Uh, Jason Manzoukas yeah. will be here. We're going to talk about REM, and we're going to hear – this is our covers episode. Yeah. We're going to hear other bands that have covered REM songs. So we're going to hear the beautiful music of REM today, but suddenly you'll be hearing it, and you'll be like, what the f- – Blessed fuck is this all about? Yeah. Michael Stipe is What are nowhere, you doing? He's nowhere even near. Where, Where are you? Are, are you? you doing impressions now? Yeah. Are you doing like, uh, play it again, sham? This ain't your voice coming out of my speakers. Yeah. What are you, uh, uh, uh Rich Little? Uh, <laughs> doing you know? an imitation? Uh, Rich Not So Little. <laughs> yeah. If you rich know what Huge I mean. in my ears. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. Um, no, thank you, Danky. And, and then. <laughs> And then you're going to say, well, you're going to slap your forehead and be like, what the hell was I just thinking? This is a totally different person. What the good God darn just happened? <laughs> and you're going to leave this episode very confused and yeah. you're going to be like, what just happened? Yeah. And that's uh, what we're going to do with Jason Manzuk okay. is coming up. So that'll be fun, right? Super fun. It'll be great to see him. Um, Adam, anything that you want to talk about since our last episode? I have a couple of things, but anything that you, uh, anything been on your mind? Uh, ladies first. Hold on. You're misgendering me. Sorry, I thought it was... My pronouns are he, him. Okay. Uh, Hymns first. (laughs) On the old rugged cross. That's a hymn, right? Mm. Are you hot right now in this room? I'm a little... No, actually, well, I don't know. Could we... What do you want? To be cooler or you want to be hotter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to be hot? No, I want to be cool. You want to be cool? I want to be cool, man. Like, I don't know, a beat poet. Sure. You ever see uh, West Side Story? Boy. Boy. Crazy boy. Just saw it recently for, if you can believe it, for the first time. 
Why? What for? Because at home with uh, we wanted to show it to the kids. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. Spielberg has been rumored to be doing a remake of it of of West, West Side, Side Story. Story. Are you in Steven Spielberg's West Side Story? Interested parties. I see. I don't think we should be talking about. Okay, this. who are you going to play? Are you going to play uh, uh, Maria? I can't say yes. But the way you're shaking your head yeah. is a no. Uh, uh, no. That is a no. No. No way. Of course not. No Who would way. you play? You'd be Tony. The old man at the shop. <laughs> Pops? Yeah, Pops. Pops at the shops? That's right. <laughs> and they're going to give you a brand new song? No, and I'll have a broom. <laughs> you're going to sing a love song to Because they have to, to have broom. a brand new song for the Oscars, right? They have to have a brand new <laughs> Oh, of course. Song. So Pops gets a song. <laughs> Regarding his broom. And it's all about, yeah, get out of my store. Is there a dude named Pops in West Side Story? I don't know if his name's. Yeah, I'm pretty sure his name is not Pops. But is it the is it the role? He has of, the he runs the like soda fountain. Oh, place. he's the kindly old man yeah, who's yeah, like, yeah. "You kids, come on." He's the um, father in Romeo and Juliet. Oh God, yes, I can't believe I'm Father Mackenzie. <laughs> yeah, Father <laughs> Father Richards. Um, no, is yeah, who's who's the dude? Did you were you ever in Romeo and Juliet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, who'd you play? Uh, Romeo. Really? Uh-huh. The immortal bard himself? Indeed. Let's hear some of those stanzas in iambic pentameter, please. Man, I used to know that entire play. What about this one? Banish it? Oh, yeah. Banish it? Oh, yeah. Say, do it. I don't remember any of it. You anymore. don't remember any of it? No. What? But I remember light I, through yonder window breaks. Yeah. I remember I could sit there and just recite the entire play because I did call it so me many butt times. love. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> call, my by the favorite way, part. Call me butt love. <laughs> call me butt love. Call me butt love. That's the weirdest line in Romeo call and Juliet. Call me butt love. Call me butt love. God, I can't. I probably did it at the time because it was a while ago, but I don't remember putting that joke together at the time we uh call me butler i was in midsummer nice dream and um the director had us as a prologue to it he had all of us uh no he had all of the actors i was i was lysander but um uh he had all of the actors bottom and all of the actors come out rehearsing romeo and juliet before uh-huh. the show and they were really doing a really bad version uh-huh. of it and my friend was reading that part and he would say it like you always say it call me but love yeah 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 and i came up and whispered to him i said just say it like, call me butt love. <laughs> and he did it. And the director like howled laughing <laughs> uh, and it stayed in the play. I always got a huge laugh. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I got a huge laugh. It was great. That's funny. Call me butt love. Call me butt love. Um, and, she, and Juliet's like, all right. Hey, butt love. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, look, all right. Whatever I got to do. All right, butt love. this guy to leave me alone. <laughs> was that what Romeo and Juliet is all about? She just wants him to leave her alone. <laughs> I mean, following me around and harassing me. In a way, she, she winds up, uh, I, no spoilers, but. Um, yeah, spoiler. Spoiler alert. But Okay, so if you want to see Romeo and Juliet soon, turn off the podcast right now because yep. we're going to talk about. We'll give you a minute to get we'll give up you a minute. and walk across the room to your Don't worry. giant radio. Yeah, okay. Uh, 
All right, that's enough time, right? <laughs> Julia dies. Now can they turn it? They back can on? turn it back okay. on. Yeah, you can turn it back on. 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 Does Romeo die? I don't remember. Yes. Oh shit! We didn't give. Oh, we were kidding though. Just we were kidding. Does he though die? Does he die? Both of them die, right? Yes. The star-crossed lovers themselves. Yes. Same with West Side Story. Wait, they both die in West Side Story? I was in that too. Uh, I thought. I thought. Doesn't uh, doesn't she end up with a gun at the end? And it's like I had a love, and she's like, Oh God, Tony, you're dead. I think she stays alive at West Side Story. Maybe. I think that that by the time West Side Story came Maybe out, Maybe I missed the end. Like it, I had to. I don't. <laughs> just not. I did off. just see the movie. But. Um, if you, if any of our listeners know if anyone dies in any movie, send it to us. Yeah. We don't want to be in this position again. This is embarrassing for we, us. We actually, it would be great if every single. We're not saying every single one of our listeners, but every no. other listener, every other listener. If you could take a single sheet of paper. Look, if you're watching a movie. Just jot down everyone who dies in it. Yeah. That's all we ask. You could even write down one person who died in a movie and put it on a piece of paper and send it to us. Just send it to us. Just on a piece of paper, a loose piece of paper. And we'll read it on the air. We'll read it on the air. We just, this is embarrassing for us to not know who died in what. In any movie. I don't know one any person movie. that died in, in a movie. And look, there's, there's going to be certain movies that that's going to be a pretty long list. This is going to be like, like uh, I'll tell you one movie that it's a long list, Schindler's List. That's going to be a long-ass list. Or uh, let's say Scarface, a real shoot-em-up. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, is this an episode of I Love Films? I think it is. Hey, everybody. Welcome to I Love Films. This is Scott. And this is Scott. We're talking about real shoot-em-ups. Oh, good old-fashioned shoot-em-ups. Pow, pow. Like, uh, I just, the aforementioned Scarface. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but which, may I ask, yeah. young sir, yeah. which version of Scarface? Oh, my God. I knew you were going to ask <laughs> that. That's why I had an answer prepared. Mm, an actor prepares. It's the, and my answer is, I'm not sure. I know. It's so hard to tell the, the difference they're, between them. They're exactly the same. They're the same movie. I mean, yeah. you got one, which is like from the 30s, yeah. the original, where it's like, hey, say hello to my little friend, see? Yeah. And then and then the 80s, he's like, hey, say hello to my little friend, see? It's yeah, You can't they're tell the them same. apart. Yeah. It's exhausting. It is. Anyway, we love films. So much. Bye. Bye. Good. It was They're really, really back on their game. I loved that episode. That was like uh, binge worthy, as far as I'm concerned. You know what? If you could call me butt love, <laughs> call me butt love. Um, that was binge worthy. Is that what you said? That episode was binge worthy. <laughs> Um, uh, 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 you ever in any of the other uh, Shakespeare shows? Um, no. That was where the did only- you do? Where did you do that one? In uh, Berkeley at Cal Shakes. Cal Shakes, great, yeah. great uh, production. I'm, I would imagine. It was, uh, it was, it was fun. It was like in the during the summer. It was outside. It was a uh-huh. lot of fun. I saw Twelfth Night up there in Santa Cruz, your hometown uh, of Santa yeah. Cruz. Shakespeare, Santa Cruz, big deal. Yep, I enjoyed it. Um, so let's see, what do I have that we have to talk about? Um, first of all, you yeah. know, there's okay. This is this is crazy. Yeah. 
but um, we may have to dip into a, a different show. Okay. Okay, because I believe this is an episode of you talking you two to me. Oh, okay. From boy to better than anything in its way. Yeah. Love is, that is. <laughs> this is You Talking You 2 to me, the comprehensive and encyclopedic compendium of all things You 2 This is good rock and roll on music. Welcome back. And uh, it's great to be back. Here with my host, uh, this is Scott, and over here is Scott. Hello. And uh, remember when we went to see You 2 Yeah. Recently? The yeah. Re- the most recent time? Oh, yeah. We went to... Um, well, if if I'm thinking of the same uh, trip and Maybe. concert you're you're thinking I hope of, so. we took an airplane. Yeah, that checks out. I cross, remember that. Uh, it, wait, the the big metal bird that is magic. Yeah, with seats in it. Yeah, and yeah. It, they they do they cast a spell on it and mm. it dances across the sky. <laughs> sky dancing. Sure. Yeah. We took that to uh, we took it across the uh, United States. Okay. And then it landed uh, on a tarmac. Yeah, I do remember that. And then you two played for us on the tarmac. On the tarmac, yeah, yeah it was wonderful. Really like, it was fun. the reverse Beatles situation. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, remember those shirts that uh, our good man, Larry Mullen Sr. son, gave us? Sure do. And what, what did it say? Uh, the Larry, Larry Mullen, Mullen Band. Band. Right, yes. okay. So... There is an interesting story behind those shirts okay. that I found out. Okay, let me let me elucidate exactly what I'm talking about. So uh, I posted the picture of uh, of us holding those shirts up that we got at uh-huh. Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm. Okay, and someone on Instagram called "On the Road with You Too." writes to me and says, we made these shirts in 2001 on Elevation and gave one to Larry, and then the band wore them on stage on Vertigo, then everyone started wearing them. Whoa. So, and then I then I find a picture of Bono and Edge wearing these, too. So this started as an inside joke that this person on the road with you, too, whose name is Dina Dietrich. Uh-huh. Uh, who has been to – she's the author of On the Road with U2. Uh, she's now been to 101 U2 shows. Wow. Um, and she she has the hashtag the Larry Mullen Band. Anyway, she's on Instagram. Uh, her profile picture is her and Larry. I think she just made these shirts for Larry, the Larry Mullen Band. And then they all started wearing them? And then they, they wore them during – when they played Vertigo or something uh, like can that. Can I see the picture? Uh, of what? Uh, I don't know. Whatever you're looking <laughs> Whatever at. Whatever I'm looking at. I'm looking at her Instagram. Um, her Instagram uh, So she sent you profile. a picture of... She just wrote on... Fo- oh, she I wrote see. a comment on my picture saying like, hey, I'm the first person to make these shirts. Yeah. So that's a little backstory. Oh, that's cool. With the shirts uh, that I found interesting that they were sort of the brainchild of of her and, she, oh. and he is pa- uh, paying them forward and passing them on to us. I just wrote back... This needs discussing on the show, yeah. meaning you and I would talk about it, yeah. much as we're doing now. And she writes back, just let me know when. 
like, well, we're just going to talk about it, but I um, hope you enjoy your shout out. Um, and she uh, she has a blog about it, um, which is on the road with you too, that you can, uh, dot com, which, where you can read. Uh, oh, so it's a everything blog. About it. It's not a book. It's on a, the road with you too. Uh, yeah. She says author of on the road with you too, my musical journey. That's, for, yeah, it must be a blog. Yeah. So go uh, head to her blog and see the whole story behind that. But I thought that was very interesting. A little bit of uh, backstory. And that's going to do it for us. And until next time, we certainly hope that you have found what you're looking for. Bye. Good app. This was a, a fun episode to listen to as a fan. <laughs> as a fan, it had it, it ticked all the boxes for oh, me. Yeah. It had the hosts. It had talk about you two. They said words out loud. <laughs> sure. Which I always like. <laughs> in order, or at least in the order they meant to say them in. You know what? I don't even really mind if the order is a little mixed up actually like sure sometimes human speech if it's truly natural and unrehearsed words come out in jumbled order sometimes yeah the sentences don't quite make sense but then when you get home and and dictate uh all of the conversations you had that day when you go to your wife and say okay i'm going to say what they said aloud will you take this down as dictation and she writes it down and then you cut up those pieces of paper into word-sized pieces sure and then make them into magnets and mix sure. them up on the refrigerator magnetize them but and how does one do that i can you have a well you hopefully you have a manufacturer you're in touch with and you know and you can take those small pieces of paper and bring them to a magnetizing sure they get uh, these kind of calls. it sounds a little scary but they get these kind of calls all the time all the time and you can find one that's 24 hours 24 hours and they say oh you want me to magnetize these tiny strips of paper your conversations this day yeah done done and then you have to take the time when you're there getting them produced. You have to take the time to write down the conversation you had with the with mag- the magnetizer. Yeah. yeah, and he's and what's great about that though is he's happy then to magnetize those at no extra charge. Of course, because yeah. he likes to be a part of the process. He just loves it. Look, the guy. Look, can hey. we be honest? His business is not doing well. He's not doing well. He needs the work. He needs the dinero, the cashola, the Roberto dinero. Yeah, the uh, the scratch, a little lettuce. For his tomato, uh-huh. a little walking around money. And you know what? I'm happy to support. I'm happy. Look, I'm happy to support local artisans. Yeah, and that's what it's all about for me. And I know it is for you. So it's it's really a great, wonderful opportunity uh, when you hear a podcast like that to then yeah. to then go to your local magnetizer. Yeah, and you know, I I just like words. I just like looking at them. I like They're listening aren't to they? them. They are really interesting. It is because it's it's kind of. I mean, to be frank, it's how we communicate. Let me throw a word out at you. Sure. And you just let me know if you like it or not. Okay. Grizzly. I love the word grizzly. It's a fra- favorite of mine. It's but weird wh- that you which, said it. Uh, you know what the interesting thing about words is? What's that? Homonyms. Mm. Which version do you think I said? Um, like uh, a grizzly as in a grizzly scene that I stumbled upon. You would think that, wouldn't you, from the yeah, way I said it? Yeah. But no, I was talking about da bears. Da bear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, words are great. Words are wonderful. And uh, there certainly were a lot of them in that episode of you too. Okay, so now I, I have um, something else to talk to you about. Um, and I think you're going to hate it. Oh. Are you are you ready for are you ready for this? Dun 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 bum, dun bum 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 Okay, you know how we did um the 
Accelerate episode, and we did the Collapse Into Now episode. Yes. We did those two episodes. Yes. And um, I I like those records. Yeah. But something about, I, I like, I, I at the end of both of those episodes, I was sort of like, ah, I like about half of each of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I went home, I got obsessed. You know how I love resequencing. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what would be great is if I just took the songs I liked out of both of these records and made one record hmm. and made one. Remember how we said during Accelerate, I was like, I like these six songs, like maybe go back and write six that are that are just as good as these. And you said, well, yeah, everyone wants to do that, but mm-hmm. how how can we? Well, this is the way. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're going you're gonna to hate this sequencing because you think Collapse Into Now is perfect. And no, I don't. You don't. So you're willing to listen? I'm willing to listen. I, I think that albums, just the nature of albums is that they're going to have imperfections. Sure, but but what if this became like a super album? A super album? That was like, everyone who listened to this was like, fuck, if that was the album, that would be one of my top 10 albums of all time. See, my for me, Accelerate already is perfect. Hmm, and this is the issue. And Okay, but I'll listen. But you'll listen? Yeah. Okay, so... I'll take it with a grain of salt, as they say. I took, as they say, six of one, half dozen of the other, <laughs> and made 12 songs. So a 12-song super album. 12-song super album that's about 39 minutes long. Okay. Um, and I'll do the sequencing for you, and we'll see, we'll see what you like. Okay, it starts off like this. I hope you didn't break up this four-song sequence here. For I did. Already you have an issue, but yeah. No, this is great. Great way to open an album. Okay, that is uh, Living Well is the Best Revenge. Goes into... That doesn't... See, (laughs) why? But I thought one of the things we agreed uh, Yes, I love all those four songs, and I put them in the record. But you just don't agree with the order they're in? It's not that I don't agree. God damn it. Get into the spirit of this. All right. Then... Very strong. Okay, you're getting more into the spirit. I like it. We're having fun. This is all about having fun. Yeah. All right. And then we go into... Uh Uh-huh. All right. Those two were from Collapse. And then we go into... That's nice. I like it. I'm drawing you out. I mm-hmm. like this. I love this song. So good. You know what I love is when it kicks into high gear, too. Because oh, it tricks you. It's it's great because you come off of a fast song. You're like, oh, cool. They're slowing it down. And then they speed it oh, back man. up. Love it. Hold on. I want to hear when they speed up. And it doesn't take long, either, for yeah. this to kick in. Yeah, it's a two-minute, 30-second song. Great. Uh, I saw Mike Mills today said that uh, he had the most fun making this record. Oh, that's cool. All right, then we go into... Huh? See, I'm just trying to mix up the order in order to, like, get variation. The kids have a new take. Okay, new this take. is Oh My Heart, and then we go into... Turn on the TV, what do I... 
Sounds good. Then we go into one, two, three, four. Okay. Till the day is done. Yep. The battle's been lost. The war is not won. And then. I could have kept my head down. I might have kept my water. Shut. I should have held my. And then we go into. Can you already play this? No. Oh, that was Alligator. Okay. That someone is you. And then closing it out with. Walk it back. That's 12 prime cuts. Right there. That's a solid 12 songs. No flaws. No flaws. I, I think it's absurd, but <laughs> I'm glad you're happy. I, I'm glad you had fun with it. I mean, you're leaving off the best songs on. Oh, the best songs. Into now, oh, bullshit. And you're you're leaving. I mean, you left off Discoverer. And, yeah. And Discoverer can suck a D. It's like one of their one of their best songs. Really, it's going to be in your even top thirty REM songs. I'm not going to tell you what's in my top <laughs> okay, thousand. I'm, I'm just trying to get, No, but I, I, I think that, I mean, it's great to hear all of those songs together because it's cool that they, they all sound like they're of a similar of the same, That's what I mean. Yeah, I just, I, 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 I was hardline about it. I just said all killer and quite frankly, no filler. Yeah. I don't know. I, 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 um, what's the second song? Oh, man-sized wreath. Man-sized wreath. I don't think it works so deep into an album. Mm. It's it's so perfectly designed to be second. I wish the giant pole up your rectum <laughs> could be somehow removed by the time we end th- doing the show. Is it is it that if I don't love what you've done, then well, I have a giant pull up my No, rectum. but it's you don't even like the concept of anyone doing this because these these are sacrosanct precious gems. No, I I I it, I know that both albums have their flaws. And I, I reordered like three REM albums. I yeah. did Around the Sun and we never even We never did. Oh yeah. It. Well, you know, if you bring it in, we'll do it. Um I like the idea of a of a super album, but I think that the both of these albums are so strong that it's uh, not necessary. Okay, I just thought you would be maybe you know when you first started this show, when you asked me to do this show, you were uh, trying to get me into the spirit of REM and trying to get me to like REM, and because I hadn't listened to them since uh, Green, I thought you would be like, oh cool, Scott's having fun. And he's enjoying these songs, and he found 12 songs, late REM songs that he really likes, and he put them into a cool album that and a playlist that he sits around and enjoys. Wow, I've done my job here with the show. I've turned him into a fan of this stuff. But no, instead, you got to come down on me. So you that's know what? Cool. You know what? When you put it like that, it's a point well made, and it's a point really well expert, taken. Expertly said, too. Um, 
I will say that I will 100% approve of your project if yes. you find a place for Discoverer in there. The first, the, not the reprise, the first one? Yeah, the first one. I don't love it. I think that you will, and I think it's a, an important song. Discoverer! Yeah, that sounded good. <laughs> it's a bulletproof Wait, song. That sounded um, good? I was about to say, I wanted to, can I look at that list of songs? Yes. Um, let me bring it back up. Uh, you want to look at it, and I am willing to comply with you. Do you feel like with this uh, playlist, <laughs> with this playlist that you've made, yes. you will now, do you, is this something you feel like you're, you're going to listen to? I would listen to these 12 in a row a lot, Yes. I, but do you and you and have I I played okay. it, I played it all week while I was okay. I was like hey these twelve are great I like I like that it's uh, it's getting you in the habit of listening to these records because you're essentially like listening to the last two REM records because yeah. you're like skipping the ones you would skip anyway yeah I would skip them anyway. but you you don't have Mr Richards on there which is weird too well you know I picked the six I liked from and one, Houston uh, you took Houston I mean look all I can tell you about my process is I took the songs I liked. And the others, I just threw them away. But what about the ones that are like, hey, Scott, Scott, work, work, Stone Cold Classics. We're SECs. You got to put, we're SECs. You got to put us on there. I just, uh, I think I think I have a uh, higher bar for Stone Cold Classic than you do. I think your bar that's, is, that's, I think your bar is like ankle high. You can say that same exact thing without, um, Insulting my intelligence. How did I insult your intelligence? You said that your bar for Stone Cold Classics is higher than mine. <laughs> you're a very smart person. I'm just saying. Well, you're, you're, you're insulting my emotional intelligence. Your emo yes, as it relates, I am insulting your as emotional it intelligence. To as it relates, yes, you're right. So you think that. And I think that I'm good I'm to do that. I'm a little too quick to pronounced Stone Cold Classics. On, I, I think this is one of your favorite things in the world, and you love everything about almost everything they've ever done, <laughs> to, to the point where I would say, how many songs have you not liked by R.E.M.? That, where you're like, eh, I don't like this. I think if people, if listeners were to tally it up, it would be 2% of the songs, maybe? Really? Do you really think that? And 98% and, uh, and of the time, you're like, this is so good. <laughs> You could be right. So I, I, I just think that that it's a little difficult for you to hear when you're in love with something like this. It's a little difficult for you to hear someone going like, "Oh well, you know, I'm not, I'm not that big into what was it, Houston, Houston, <laughs> Mr. Richards." <laughs> <laughs> it sounded stupid when you said it. It sounds so <laughs> stupid. When I say Houston it out loud, <laughs> Mister. Oh my God! But that's what this show is all about. Oh my God! What has <laughs> happened? What has happened to me? Well, look, that, I had fun. I'm glad that you went on my little adventure. Do you have anything? Uh, now I'm lightheaded from us laughing. <laughs> uh, do you have anything else before we have to go to a break? Uh, no. You don't have anything? <laughs> no. Okay. I have to re-examine. <laughs> My, uh, my <laughs> the here. fact that you like Mr. Richards. <laughs> All right, we're going to go to a break. When we come back, this is great. Uh, Jason Manzukis is our good friend. He will be here with us. We'll be right back with more Are You Talking R.E.M. Remy. Hey, 
Hey, Adam, if you love improv comedy, and I know you do, it's your favorite thing to watch, isn't it? Yeah, and uh, weirdly, my favorite thing to listen to. Mm. So you like to watch it with your hands over your ears first. And then later, listen to it. <laughs> and go, ha, 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 I understand it all now. I understand. Um, well, if you love it like Adam does, you need to be listening to Improv for Humans. Improv for Humans is one of the longest-running shows here on Earwolf, and tons, literally 2,000 pounds worth of your favorite comedians have been on it. It's hosted by Matt Besser, who you know as a founder of the Upright Citizens Brigade and the world-famous improv show Ask Hat. Matt, what he does is he features some of the best improvisers in the world and myself on Improv for Humans. I've done a few episodes. And a lot of comedians got their earwolf start by guesting on the show, like Lauren Lapkus, John Gabris, Mary Holland, Zach Reno, and Jessica McKenna. It is a great way to discover your new favorite improviser. Plus, if, I mean, is that enough? Or probably. Oh, for sure. But there's... Fucking more. What? Longtime favorites like Paul F. Tompkins, Andy Daly, Jason Manzukas, and more are always stopping by. Hmm. Listen to a new episode of Improv for Humans every Thursday in your favorite podcast app or your least favorite podcast app. They really don't care where you listen to it. And make sure to subscribe. Make sure to subscribe. Make sure to subscribe. So you don't miss it. Improv for Humans. Welcome back. This is the titular REM from the title. The, the, oh, Adam's air guitaring again. Well, the guitar is now gone. <laughs> yeah, it was basically and one I was chord. Late. I was late. You were late, <laughs> and you continued it well past it faded out. And you have a look of just pain on your face. Like, is playing the guitar, it, does it hurt hey, your if fingers? That's, if that's pain, I'd like to have your life. <laughs> Okay. I'd like to have your life. Can we switch? Sure. Do you have some sort of... Uh, body uh, switching machine? Body switching? Uh, yes, I this do. This sounds like a life swap right oh, here. Oh, you know that voice. Oh, boy. There oh, he is. boy, indeed. Here he is. Well, well, well. I'm going to introduce him in a second. Uh, coming up, we're going to be talking about REM's cover songs, or other bands covering REM. And we're also going to talk to uh, our guest about his favorite songs by the band... I am. And uh, you know him from such things as The Dictator. And he plays Ralphie in A Christmas Story. And uh, well, he has his own podcast, How Did This Get Made? Um, on this very network, please welcome Jason Manzoukas. Well, hello, gentlemen. Hi. An absolute pleasure. I got to ask you, bro? 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 Bro, what's up? Bruh? <laughs> Nama. Nama, bruh. Nama. Nama, bruh. Nama, bruh. Nama, bruh. Nama, bruh. Nama, bruh. Guys, Nama, bruh. Nama, bruh. We all <laughs> bowed. I think that's vaguely offensive to various cultures. <laughs> who cares? Uh, who, who cares? <laughs> yeah, not us. Not me too. Um, welcome to the show, Jason. That's your new hashtag, right? That's what that whole previous segment was about. You trying to get not me too started? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to add an end to it. Men too. Oh, yes. Hashtag men too. Men, men too. too. I've been trying to get oh, men too going. It's not good. It's not good. <laughs> What's up, bro? People Guys. get really pissed off as it turns yeah, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Um, good to see you. We've been trying to get you on the show forever. Thrilled um, that we made it happen. Yeah, and I have, uh, you know, when I, I sat down to look at your biography um, and- My uh, bio? Your bio, of course. My your AP bio? AP bio. <laughs> you got it out a split second before oh, yeah. I could. And I'm glad you both got it out. Thank God. A winner. I was kind of list I was I was reading all of your various projects and where you grew up and all that kind of stuff and it drew me to sort of uh and I was thinking about the subject matter of this show and I, I sort of was thinking okay, the perfect question to ask Jason would be when did you first hear of REM? That's the perfect question. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's a perfect question for every guest on this podcast, regardless of my personal AP bio. I don't know but, what you mean by that. But, but you in particular, after studying your life, oh, yeah. I think is what Scott's saying. It's such a good question. It's such a good question. And I'll be honest. Yeah. Um, you sent me, It's because this, this brings up something interesting, you sent me Uh-oh. an invitation to come and be a guest on this podcast. I did. It was, via, a, it was an engraved invitation right. via courier. Via courier, yes. I, I had my personal signet on there yep, that I, yeah, I, had, I dipped my seal. ring in yep. wax. Your and wax seal, yep. It's incredibly expensive. Um, to buy the ring, first of all, just for this one bit. And that was the first time I had been made aware of this band. You did not know who I they were. I was not aware of it. I thought it was just a cool podcast, and I love podcasts. <laughs> well, and I was like, let's guest. do it. So, um, so, so yes. I'm unfamiliar with the band entirely. I don't know who Peter Buck is. I don't mm. know who Mike Mills is. Mm. I don't know who Bill Barry is. I've Can never I heard talk of to Michael you, Stipe. Adam, for yes. a second. Sidebar. I have no concept of the idea yeah. Jason, of the hold Athens yeah. rock scene. Do you Got know it. what Pylon, music is? Pylon, yeah. Pylon is a band I've never heard You've of. Never heard of Pylon. So how nope. is he bringing you, them up? I don't know. Do you know what music is? If I were to tell you what, if I were to do what I call singing, could, sure. you, could you tell me if it's music or not? You, I, I'm going to tell you if it's singing or not because okay. I don't even okay, know what good. that is. All right, here we go. Ready? La 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 la. Is that music? I mean. You can tell by the tears running down my face that it's I am moved by incredibly it. Incredibly exceptional music. So, so my presumption can only be that that is not just music, but the greatest song ever written and I'd sung. Love, I'd love for you to put lyrics to it, Jason. Oh wait, the lyrics aren't la la la. No, no, la, no. The lyrics. Let me tell you what lyrics are. Yeah, and we talk about this on the show a lot. Oh, great! It's a lot like. Mm, poetry, but just oh, set to music. Oh, it's like you know, you know, rap songs, right? Yes, of course. Rap songs are like, well, I was walking down the street just the other day. I saw a pretty lady. I didn't know what to say. Great. Okay. Okay. Now, if you set that to a melody, got it. Like the one that I just did. La 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 la. Exactly. Yeah. La la la. Oh, so pretty. Again. Let's put the combo of those together. Do it right now. Go for it. Well, I was walking down the street just the other day. I saw a pretty lady and I didn't know what to say. You know, initially when I heard the melody without lyrics, I was moved. Yes. With lyrics, I feel like that song speaks to me, my life, my life experiences. It says both something about me as an individual, but also something universal about us all. Well, that's the wonderful thing about music is is just the melody sometimes can stir something in our souls, but then add the specificity of the personal touch that lyrics bring. Yeah. And suddenly you got something. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like these subtle undertones of white power come through. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, okay, well. <laughs> not sure that I'm actually yet out there. <laughs> you see yes. it, right? It's uh, there. Absolutely. What? Wait, are you guys going to team up on me no. this entire show? Yeah. We would Come on. Never. Usually the- it's me and you against the guest. Yeah, but... 
kind of like so this cool. guy over I, here. I tend to, can I we all tend team to up together? Yeah. Against who? Ryan over here. Yeah, you moron. <laughs> yeah, you dumb shit. Eat turds, Ryan. How about we all team up against the uh, the snowflakes? Yeah. And the libtards. Yeah. Please. The social justice warriors. Not even as a bit. I know. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, Jason. Yes. This is a real question, though. Real question. I, gotta, I love REM. I, I gotta. I gotta know. Yeah. I don't care that you love REM. High school. I got to know, when did you first hear of R.E.M.? High school. Um, I am 45 years old, and so mm. R.E.M. records started coming out when I was in high school. Or probably when I was young. Murmur probably came in came out when I was in junior Younger. high. Uh, but I Murmur, and Murmur I came out in like 82-ish, so you... Oh, so I was only like 10, 11 years old. Yeah, then. yeah. We're so, exactly the same age, yeah. so I feel like... We pro- did you hear You're exactly the same age? Wait, are you guys? We were twi- born in the same are you guys second. Twins? We were bo- you know? we were born one minute apart, right? And our moms were right next to each yeah, other, yeah, holding hands. Yep. And then as soon as we came out, we imme- first thing we did we grasped grasped hands. Hands? Yep. Really? Yeah. Yep. And who did the doctor slap? Both of our moms <laughs> across the face. <laughs> and said, "Why did you do this?" <laughs> and we looked up and we're like, "Right on, bro." Yeah, bro. So, so our Hariam, what, what? So you, you heard about them like, or when no, they started heard of breaking? them? Heard yeah, of, of them. them? I heard of them like, okay, so Bo- I grew up in uh, in like suburban Boston, and uh, you did al- along with that's not great Wikipedia, college right? radio stations. There was a terrific like alternative radio station uh, called WFNX uh, in Boston, and Wouldn't they. That be Phoenix's radio station? The Phoenix, the newspaper, the Phoenix. Oh, I don't know. Is that a newspaper in Boston? Yes, it that, is. That so was that's a, why it's. I, they, oh, okay. Now that you, I never put those two together. But the Village Voice or the LA Weekly of Boston was called the Boston Phoenix, like the alternative oh, newspaper. I didn't know that. So maybe and it had the, something. And maybe to do at with some it. point okay. they were connected. I'm not sure. But anyway, right. WFNX used to play. Can you, you, do you know, have to talk so fast? Can you slow it down just a little bit? I've had I've had coffee. <laughs> We all have coffee, bro. None of us are talking a million wow. fucking miles an hour. Like, you know what, slow man? it down, bro. I'm just trying to get out my thoughts on this wonderful band. <laughs> all right. R Go ahead. Period E, period M. Period. Have periods in the name? Periods. Yeah, man. This band is all <laughs> synced up. They're all synced up with their monthly flow. Talk about Sunday, bloody Sunday. Wait, heavy that's not their flow. Song. <laughs> um, Ooh, hey. Heavy flow. Okay, oh, so yeah. WFNX. Is that the next band? Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam? Yeah, we're definitely, do- and we're calling it Heavy Flow. Heavy oh, flow. <laughs> could you do, Blood arrives could you do an, uh, Pearl Jam thing where we re- examine all my of Pearl Because they have... S- like so many albums. Well, we would have to do all of their bootleg um, live, live, live. <laughs> just like thousands of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, um, so, and I think so. I'm gonna guess. Let's see. I probably when did you first heard, start listening to the radio? Like, uh, like that station? No, I mean, like as a kid. I feel as like I feel like. Uh, let's see. What's on? Like when I love came out in '87. Well, no, don't, I remember. Don't feed him shit. I want to hear. I it remember from him. very Jogging powerfully document coming out. Mm-hmm. Document was like a record that I bought, but I feel like I heard you, you heard of them before. Then? Yeah, I feel like I feel like I heard so, like "Fall on Me" mm-hmm. from right. Rec- from Life's Rich Pageant yeah. is a song that was for sure on the radio, and I know I knew yeah. about. But okay. I don't know that I got that record. I know I got. So I you remember, don't remember vividly getting. You don't remember vividly the very first time like you heard a song by them and went, "Oh." That's, no, but I've 
but I remember liking mm-hmm. what I heard. Like, I remember really, right. they have a sound that I still continue to really, like, gravitate towards. Like that jangly uh, guitar, that kind of. About, okay, cool. Peter Buck's jangly Roger G- McGuinn inspired guitar line. Who's Roger McGuinn? We've never brought this up on the show. Who's Roger McGuinn? From the Birds? From the Birds. Oh, yeah. Hey, Mr. Tambourine Man. By the way, everyone was making fun of me from the. From the uh, stained glass episode, when we played Hey Mr. Tambourine Man, I said, this is a song by the birds. And people are like, uh, Bob Dylan. And it's like, yeah, he wrote it, but the birds did but the popular the, version. The, the, yeah. the version we played was the birds version. No, we, no, we played William Shatner's version. <laughs> but uh, but, oh, but oh, I, I remember that. I thought yeah. you were doing a bit. I thought you were kidding. No, no, but the birds did the number one. Yeah. They went to number one with it. Yeah, but like, it was a Bob Dylan song. But but Bob, Dylan a Bob Dylan wrote Dylan it, but like, can't I say it's a bird song? Well, no. his when version. They had the only popular version. Only if version. you're playing the birds version. Fuck if you. you're playing Shatner's version, he's singing a Bob Dylan song. Yeah, but no one would have ever sung that song unless the birds took it to number one. But you wouldn't say, like, here is Scott Ackerman's cover of All Along the Watchtower, the would you, would Jimi you s- Hendrix song. Would you, say, exactly. would you say Last Thank Train you. to Clarksville is a monkey song? Or would you say it's a Neil Diamond song? No, it's Who not like it? that. Yes, Who it is. Wrote like, it? No, it's Neil not. Diamond. And then he, it's a Neil Diamond song. No, he wrote it and he came out, came out with a version of it before the monkeys, but everyone Here's associates Scott, it with the monkeys. Scott. Scott. In all seriousness, in that instance, you should say, here's William Shatner singing way, a Bob I, Dylan song. By the way, song. it's not Last Train to Clarksville. I'm a believer. <laughs> That's fine. Okay. Here is here is William Shatner singing a Bob Dylan song made popularized popular by, by the birds. birds. Okay, well, uh, we agree. But I would never say <laughs> this, this song is a... Is a bird song. I think that's... But they had the most popular version. Yes, of the what? one everyone sings. But it's not their song. Oh, my God. Why are you we fighting are about this? So you agree. so pedantic here. But you got, not really. Not really. You, first of all, stay the fuck out of this, because this is me and Jason. Okay, let me ask you this. <laughs> if someone referred to a sketch from Comedy Bang Bang, the TV oh, show. Oh, you're putting it into a word as, I understand. As a birthday oh, boy. comedy? As a birthday boy sketch, what, how would you feel? When I'm in REM, it feels good. <laughs> Look, let's know. get back. Let's yeah. get back to this. So, uh, so you you really like the sound? You remember listening to Document more than? Yes. Okay, so you put on Document, Document is the first record that I feel where, like where I did you consumed. Buy it? I probably bought it at. Stop shouting. <laughs> really? <laughs> Coming? You know what? He's, you're preemptively trying to not get bullied by the two of us. I'm just trying to bring the levels down a little bit so that we can like fine, rise well, so we, it's not just full shouting the entire time. Did episode. we not start the show with you asking me to talk into the mic? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, but I, <laughs> I this is the opposite of it. You're the guy who always goes back here and tries to do Wait, the entire and so I, you I thought that meant you you asked me to scream into the microphone. <laughs> and you tell me you've been doing this with him for how many episodes? I have no idea. This is around, I, around this is 50. the first time I've Ugh. actually been this close to the microphone. <laughs> this is insane. This is really good is. though. Like I love your levels. Well, right Scott, now. here's what I'll say. Is this a yes. good level for you? This is pretty good. I is just this want, a good pace I just, for you? Well, I just w- this is more of a leisurely show than than. Uh, okay, I don't know, okay. man. I'm All just right. coming okay. here to talk to you like, about this to me, band. Talk to me like we're just buddies. I, I believe like, that that's out. what I'm doing. I think I what genuinely Scott, think that's what I'm doing, I man. Think what Scott's trying to say is he just wants to keep it super chill. Cool, man. Thank you, Got Adam. It, man. Thank yeah. you. All right, here we go, man. Well, okay. here's the thing. <laughs> For me. You can't talk like this. You need to go back to whatever you were doing before. As a young man, I would buy tapes. 
cassettes. Hey, Adam, yeah. this is super boring. <laughs> See, I, I made a big mistake. Yeah. There's, he's got to split the difference somehow. <laughs> I think that with Jason, you just have to let him. Just go. let him go. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm taking you off the chain, bro. <laughs> yeah, baby. Right. Um, no, so you buy. Yeah, I used to buy tapes at uh, at at Bradley's at the warehouse, maybe uh, at a place. No, not where's, the warehouse. Where's Bradley's in Boston? Bradley's is was like a Boston, was like a right. terrible like uh, local department store. That still there? Or was no? in the mall. No, no, long gone. Okay. Uh, strawberries was like a chain. Strawberries. Uh, strawberries. I remember of, that of music. Oh, that was these weird stores. Daryl Strawberry started. Yeah, like. oh. yeah. It was you know, and, and it was he just would, stuff he liked. Oh. Yeah. So yeah, they wouldn't they wouldn't document. carry they wouldn't carry every record. It would just yeah. be stuff that he had and in his he, personal and you would buy it. Document. Whatever you bought, you would go out into the parking lot and he would toss it up into the air and hit it with a bat. Oh my god! Right into your bag. Yep. What if you bought a blouse? Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. With a baseball bat, he'd get it tangled up in that bag. Oh my god! He would always tell you how far to go out based on the weight and how far sure, he thought yeah. he could hit it. But he was 100% accurate. Can we go back to the blouse just for a second? Sure, sure. sure. So if it was a blouse that yeah. he was hitting <laughs> with a baseball bat, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure. how far would Daryl Strawberry tell you to go? He oh, would, like 100 yards? Yeah. Uh, this is Daryl Strawberry. Hold Keep on. Going. In his prime. Yeah, in no, Daryl Strawberry. Incredible baseball player. Uh, unbelievable. He could take a loose blouse. Loose blouse. Yeah. Unfold it. The no, loosest No, no, no. He would bunch it up. Okay. He would bunch All up. right. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a different And he would story. try to connect with like a hard button or something. Yeah. Like or the really tag, good. maybe. Yeah. Sure, sure. Exactly. Yeah. Friction on that. Especially if still. they left one of those alarm tags on it that oh. had a little bit of weight to it. Yeah. That's what's a weird, no What's weird is he would be late to games because of this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, this was his main gig. He, he would said. show up at the game and they're like, Daryl, where have you been? He'd be like, hitting blouses. Yeah. And then they would pitch a ball at him and he'd go, oh, what's that? Yeah. Because he's so used to blouses. A very popular phrase for hooking up. Yeah, hitting uh-huh. blouses. Hitting right. blouses. I'm gonna hit the blouse. Tonight. Ooh, they're like, yeah, we got blouses tonight. And, and that they thought it was for hooking up, and they're like, oh man, Daryl's hooking up tonight. And then they go and visit his store, and he's just literally hitting blouses. He's in people. the parking lot hitting blouses. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. So hey, you, anyway, so you got one there. Yeah, got that. I got one there. And then I also rem- I remember when um, in high school, when the next record came out, going and getting that cassette. And that cassette had all of the intricate, like, um, visual stuff going oh, on. Yeah. on. Green, the, do you mean? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, uh, and with the four. With the four yeah. and all that stuff. And I remember pouring over that, like, you know. In a, it, well, b- before we continue, yeah, isn't ahead. that the thing where you... You stare at it and shut your eyes because it's orange. The, the cover is orange. No, it's you not. stare at it and shut your eyes and it looks green. St- what is it? I have a copy in my car. I can show it to you. There's a f- there, over all of the R's mm-hmm. on the cover. No, I know. Of I know what you're talking about of their their fours or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But but the the literally the cover. There's something I read about it where it's oh. it's orange for a reason oh, because I didn't know that. because if you stare at it or something then close your eyes you see it as gr- like when your when your eyes are closed oh. the the reference of what you've been staring at is green or something like that. Anyway, oh, go ahead. Because it's like yeah. the inverse or something? Something like that. Oh, I can't remember what it is. I, I, I read that when we did the episode, Now I don't think it ever came up. So, like, that's the era in which that I am, like, a big... Era, by the way, Daryl Strawberry's ERA. <laughs> incredible. was incredible. Have you ever looked up his blouse ERA? Yeah. Oh, like, 100%. Yeah. His BRA? Yeah. His also BRA. known as a bra. A bra. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> just get him, just, just crushing bras. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> So you you bought those two records and how bought, did and how then, did they make you feel? I also well at that point like I'm also like then a very big fan of the band and so by the previous record so I'm at that point okay. all caught up. Sounds you like know? sorry it yeah. sounds like Jason and I are on the exact same journey in our mm-hmm. 19. 19- 87, 88 cells. The other because record. That document was your first. And then I got green, and then I was like, 
Okay. Yeah. But then and you then when did you start going backwards? You went backwards and got dead letter, and then you you went backwards in time. Yeah, right? but I think green. I love document, but green was the one that cemented it, and that's when I went back and bought everything. Yeah, mm. I feel like too, and I don't know. For me, I grew up in suburban Boston, but as I get a little older, I am going into Boston to see rock shows, to yeah. see, to go to like actual record stores. Where would you park your car? Uh, um, Harvard oh, Yard? Yeah, in Harvard Yard. Oh, great. Yeah. I awesome. would park my that's... car in Harvard Yard. Oh, no. I don't there's, think that's there's my the... Boston accent coming out. <laughs> that's embarrassing. Park your car park in my Harvard car in Yard. Harvard Yard. Um, and so I would go to like Newbury Comics and all these kind of like cool record stores. And mm -hmm. that's where I feel like I got a bunch of. What uh, were your other favorite bands while you were? The other band that for me at this same time was kind of like, to me, there's like a transition. Here's a transition phase in my life that is um, Husker Du's Candy Apple Gray is mm. a huge important record for oh, me. Oh, wow. Uh, that cassette, um, these records, and then also Kate Bush's um, Hounds of Hounds Love, of Love. Huh? Oh, was wow. another big record. Again, almost all of this is because of this one radio station. Because right. I am, because I have access to this radio station, and they're playing stuff. Do like you know this. what the song is that hooked you on these records? The reason you bought them? Usually, it's because you hear one song on a radio and go, "I like that sound." I'm trying to think. Yeah, it's was I it running up that hill or something? Oh, it was with, for, for the Kate Bush record. It's oh, it's a hundred percent running up right. that hill. A hundred percent. Because they played that. Oh, uh, if I only could, I'd make a deal with God, God. and I'd get him to. Uh, it doesn't matter, guys. Um, and then who's do? What, what song would they play? Uh, I'm from trying that to remember what song we, they played on the record from. Uh, well, Scooby's we name is Who's do? <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> and you know what? What we do. <laughs> We sing about Husker and we sing about do 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 do. Oh, how about how yeah. about how about you? What oh, do you sing about it all was... you out there? What do you sing about when your you're... underwear? Can we play songs? What yeah, is, how yeah, does yeah. this work? What's where's the, the uh, dongle? What's where's the, the dongle, uh, bro? What's the dealio, bro. Yeah. Where's the dongle? We're gonna we're gonna, no, where's no? You gotta get the dongle, bro. Give me a all dongle, right. bro. Here you go. Yeah. Here's the uh, okay. So for me, here's the chord. Yeah. Okay. I'll just be off mic. If you're keep doing that, okay, bro. So you fell for it. <laughs> you got me. That visual, that visual bit for your podcast is doing great. Yeah, people oh. love that bit. Yeah. There's nothing better than a visual bit on a podcast. Oh, I love this song. This is great. Yeah. Great song. Um, now I'm air guitaring, and so and similarly to REM. These are. This is a record that comes late in the discography, late in the early discography of a beloved band. Yes. You know? Yes. Like that was the thing with REM that we've talked about is that going back and listening to all these. I records, loved my bit. I was just doing. No, I, 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 was, I, I, I joined I, in. I was neck. basically playing a guitar that whose neck was so long that I was struggling. Yeah. To I was like jumping up to try to and then get the, if I can just jump in here, I took it a step further and you put, were doing it all the way. Well, that's where I started, but then I thought it was funnier. But. Yeah, but then I went back to it and it was pretty yeah. cool. And there, I can play one more. Is this Could You Be The One? No, what no that's a great song. Okay. This is Don't Want to Know If You Are Don't Want to Know? Yes. This great. was, and then this was the other, the other band slash record slash now I will play song that is kind of concurrent to all of this for me is this, mm -hmm. which is a big one. Ding, 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 ding. By the way, we need to talk about 
Peter Dollar Bill plays on a replacements record. Yeah. Which one is it? And it's, there's another collab into now we forgot about. Yeah, too. who cares? But, um, but isn't that why you're doing the Peter Buck thing? Yeah, yeah, but, but the replacements uh, made me think of it. He plays guitar on which replacement song is it? Uh, I don't know. If only we did research. But he played great. he played on All Shook Down too, their like Scott Litt record. Oh yeah. Scott Litt. Um that's who we should get Scott Litt in here. Okay. He's, Scott Litt. Call him up. Please, He's please pretty come. lit. Whoa. Scott is. Yeah. I'm gonna look it up while you're talking, Jay. Um what um, I was gonna say was all the REM stuff, what's one of the great things about it, none of it feels dated at all. It Agreed. doesn't feel of the time. I just, because I'm, I'll be, I will I'll dare. be honest. Oh, nice. I'll be honest. I don't listen to R.E.M. a lot now. Yeah. It is a band that I don't go to a lot. But you when know? you listen to the show every week, we play so much of their music. So, much. so I don't understand yeah, kind of how that's possible. In preparation for parts. coming here, I did listen to a lot of R.E.M. And that is one of the things that I was kind of like, oh, not only does none of this sound really dated, yeah. it doesn't also in the, con- until it gets much later, mm-hmm. it like those first like six records also seem very... Um, they don't seem to me m- not much different, but there is like a consistency of sound and point yeah. of view that is itself impressive. Like yeah. not until you start introducing like the mandolin, yeah. does the sound take a real. It is yeah. weird how he would introduce the mandolin to all the listeners. Mandolin, yeah. this is our fan yeah. base. <laughs> fan base, mandolin. Yeah, you know, pre gap track. Because I remember, <laughs> I remember, and I don't know if you guys remember this, going to see REM and lining up to be introduced to the mandolin. Yeah. before the show started. Very strange. Yeah. Very odd. The shows would start at 8 in the morning yeah. because they had to get through Everybody everyone. had to be introduced was, to the mandolin. It was compulsory. And this you is, had no choice. This is at a time when it was the original mandolin, Morty. Yes, um, exactly. You know. Philip was later a <laughs> yes, not as good. Not as good. Friendly yes. mandolin. Sure, a great and, guy. You yeah. know, part of the thing mandolin. was like he was sober and so it was a yeah. lot, he was a lot yeah. more consistent. Sure, but it just was missing that rock the and roll The raw attitude. energy, the raw energy. Of Morton? More of Morton F. Mandolin. Yeah. So MFM. What, so Jason, I... <laughs> what, uh, what, at what point would you say you dipped out of REM fandom then? Um, let's see. I and, probably... And it, what was your level of fandom? Were you like, yeah, this is my band? Or you went to it? see them? I went and saw them. I was like, this is one of my bands. Yes. This is one of my when bands. When you like a lot of bands, you can get obsessive about a band. Yes, they were definitely but, one of my bands, but, but when they became very popular, yeah. I let them become popular and How gracious of you! And in, a, in a way that I was like, "Oh, this is no longer my band. Sure. This is." I feel no. I always was the person who liked the up-and-coming bands. I yeah. liked the so there was something new that you that could... progression. I understood to be like, "Grace, you two, very similar progression," you know. And uh, you know, I saw the, it was a, for that build was the same for me. I, I saw them very young. I saw them, you know, in all the or those early tours. And then when they went, got huge, I stopped being as. Compelled by them. Yeah, like losing my religion is where you sort of It's kind of when I lose it. Go ahead, guys. Have your fun. I'm proud of you. And I still liked it, but I was like... You You guys always will hold a special place in my heart. Yeah. 
but go I love fuck you. Yourselves. But at that point, I'm also like, yeah, like a, a college probably. Wait, what, what year is you, that? What did, that was ninety one. Yeah. So what I'm did now you like? What did you like in ninety one? So like in nineteen ninety one, two records come out that pretty much kind of Ooh. boggle my mind. What do we got? My Bloody Valentine's Loveless mm-hmm. and Smashing Pumpkins Gish. Oh, yeah. And those are two records that I am all in on big yeah. time. You know. Are you going to the Smashing Pumpkins reunion shows at all? I have not shown any interest, although I, I would tell. simply because I I just think Jimmy Chamberlain is an amazing rock yeah. drummer. Uh, and so I would go for that. when you think about it, how hard is it? Like, you're basically taking a stick and you're, beat, you're, you're hitting it against this thing. Yep. It's not that hard. I agree. You know what I mean? Yep. I, just, I, just, I don't you know get what? this reverence we have say. for drummers. Here's what I will say. If you're a drummer out there... And you see Scott Ackerman out in the street. You sure. just talk to him about what it means to be a drummer. Sure, talk to me about it because yeah. I don't know. And bring your sticks with you. What's your What's your Twitter again? <laughs> who knows these days? Yeah, who knows? Um, so, yeah. so uh, do, uh, is there a point where where when you stopped buying the records, or do you have them all? No. Oh, yeah. Probably. What? Let's see. What's after Out of Time? That, Automatic for the yeah. people. So that's the last record I buy. That's Automatic the last for the have. people. No, wait, what's the next one? Monster. Monster is the last one the, I buy. We don't like to say that word yeah. around here. I buy, I buy yeah. them until that the fright, point. The frightening one. Yeah, I buy, them, I buy them throughout, but at that point, I am really just not interested. So, so are like, you, as a fan, you feel like you have to, but not yes, really listening? because to, to me, they're still one of my bands. Yeah. But know? also, there's the, a lot of people uh, returned that record and sold it used back to the store. Oh, really? Because they love Automatic, and then that one was like, I don't like this anymore. Were you not? one of those you still have the oh, record oh no it's you... still I still have the CD somewhere uh, mm-hmm. but I you know, honestly do not couldn't tell couldn't you even tell, okay. I couldn't name three songs on that record and do, w- them being as huge as they were because around the time of Automatic and Monster yep. they were unbelievably Massive. big did that surprise you were they a band that you thought would actually go to that place popularity wise do you I think that for me I root for all of my bands to be big you know what I mean? Sure. Like, so if it were Husker Du, for instance, and they never got huge, like, but I, it wouldn't have surprised me. Uh, same. And uh, uh, not just same, but like, I also never um, was mad that a band I liked got big because yeah. in my mind, that's what they want. Yeah. They want to be successful. Yeah. I want them to have what they want. Yeah. You know, I never was like, oh, they've changed or whatever. But invariably, a lot of times they would, bands that became massively popular you, took on a more pop sensibility, like you two took on a more pop sensibility. Ability, yeah. which I didn't like as much. I mean, you they know? put out a record called Pop. I know. Yeah. Um, and so. He knows that. Wow. R-E-M. Pretty cool. Whoa. I'm pretty <laughs> cool. REM. Um, REM, I think I was most surprised that they got as big as they got simply because I find Michael Stipe's lyrics so obtuse. Yeah. Mm. And to me, bands that get really big like that, there is some sort of ease, uh, easily accessible lyrical content that people can get on board for. Yeah. But he's not doing that at all. Like, he's yeah. doing You're like, my baby, you're my sweetie, I want a smoochy time. Like that's something that I think a lot of would people would be can... a huge hit. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, right? Huge. <laughs> Do you sing this much in these yes. episodes? <laughs> it's fun. Um, oh, although God, losing my awful. religion is like you can hear what he's saying, and it's it's kind of a universal and thing. That he's song is the tipping point. That yeah. song is the tipping point because you've got Just something that is point. truly a song that has a discernible, <laughs> like like uh, lyrical storyline to yes. it in a way that almost nothing previous has that That's kind true. of uh, followable uh, lyrical content in a way that and that so that makes total sense to me. A and it's also 
stripped down at a point when like that is a that uh, unplugged is a thing yeah. and yeah. acoustic return to acoustic mu- uh, instruments is yeah. a thing. They are uh, like a I lot of things are hitting the whole at once. Unplugged thing. It's like, hey, we're gonna do our song shittier. You know, you it's, think like it's, demo- it's like demos. Like, well, stop putting demos on your record. Wait, you know, really? as bonus content. It's, it's like, more ooh, of a bad. Sh- I like that. Here's a shitty version of our song. Oh, I always disagree. Gives a shit. I always like the demos. I and, do the, too. and then the live stuff, it's like, hey, here's another shitty version of our song with people going over it. You What's, know? What, what live records are you <laughs> Give me the song. <laughs> you might be listening to live records while you're jerking off. I'm also it going, might be you here. I'm also listening to music as I go through haunted houses. (laughs) 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 I hate Kiss Alive. And there's so many. Frampton Comes Alive, there's so many chainsaws in that record. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so do you, when you listen to old REM songs, do yeah. you, and you sing along, do you sing along to stuff, by the way? Here's what I'll <laughs> you say. You have such a, a groggy, uh, I know. I don't, I'm not a good singer, uh, as you but can I, imagine. But I, I think you have a lot of character in your voice. Sure. But, but, but I, it doesn't connect but to singing. But you can't, you can barely talk without it sounding all scratchy and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and you know, <laughs> Yeah. So how, how are you I once lost singer? a voiceover job because I couldn't not have a rasp in my voice. <laughs> They're like, just at give the, us something. At the tone they wanted. Tone. Yeah, they were like, can you give us exactly what you're doing, but clear? And I was like, right. I cannot. <laughs> and they're like, and this is where we day. part yes. company. Oh, and they yeah. were like, oh, we can't cast you. Um, <laughs> they usually don't say that to you. Yeah. So Monster is the last one you bought. Hey, he's from, not going to, he had to, had to answer my question. Sorry. What, what was that? Sorry. Here's what I'll when say. When you sing along, Here's what, what I'll say. Here's yeah. what I'll say. I do not, it, I do not listen to lyrics. So sorry. Fucking jumping in on my I'm question. sorry. And now you're jumping in on my answer. No, that's okay. It's let him. him speak. <laughs> um, I don't listen to lyrics. I don't like lyrics. I yeah. don't, not that I don't like, uh, uh, like vocals to me are another instrument. So I, I mm-hmm. like voices more than I listen to lyrical content. I mm-hmm. don't look at that stuff. But I will say when I was listening to songs yesterday to put together a list for you, I knew all the, all the words. Oh, wow. Uh, mm. And I think partially because a lot of times, maybe this is just me, a lot of Michael Stipe's lyrics are not necessarily, sto- it's not story songs. He's not right. telling story songs. So they are kind of um, just like word salads that I remember as part right. of the song. It's not like content. he puts out songs called like The Ballad of Josh. Yeah. And he talks all about what Josh did that day. Mm. Or more- buying chips with my mom. <laughs> I love that song. Oh, me too. Poker yeah. chips. Yeah, poker chips in, in Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah. With um, my mom, the Motion Odyssey ride from Jordan's Furniture. But some of these lyrics. <laughs> That's a local Boston This is a follow-up, by the way. This is yeah. a follow-up, so it doesn't count against your okay, question. Okay, but I still have next question. You still have yeah. your next question. Adam, don't you worry. And don't Outstanding th- question coming your way. Thank mm-hmm. you. But a lot of the songs... You can't make out the lyrics. Bully. He will steamroll you entirely. It's like being in the White House press room with oh, Sarah Sanders. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, Huckabee Sanders, please. Yeah, you're right. Um, a lot of the a lot of the lyrics, uh, you can't even pick them out sure. necessarily. So is it just you kind of going? Aah. Well, I just remembered like a bunch of the. I I, re- I remembered a lot of words. I was like, oh, yeah. I rem- I listened to these records so much that I remember the words, even though I don't know what these songs are about. I don't know what's going on. I think we talked about on a previous record that Cuyahoga mm-hmm. is not something, I would never really read the, the titles of the songs yeah. because I'd be driving well, a lot of the time. Well, that's what happened to me. And I, so Cuyahoga, I didn't even, I don't even know what it was. Totally. It was just like, 
hey, I'm a sweetheart. <laughs> you know, I, yeah. I was going through the tracks and I was like, oh, wait, what's this? And Cuyahoga was one of them. I was like, oh, what is this? Oh, oh, I know this song. Yeah. But I yeah. don't know titles a lot of times. Yeah. I don't know lyrical content a lot. Yeah. And this is across all. I feel like I'm a lot like you. Yeah. Unless there was a certain band whose lyrics were speaking to me so much that I would study the lyric sheet, like the Smiths or whatever. Or if it's somebody that that who is truly like a story like mm-hmm. a singer who's telling, like a like a, strip, a Neil Diamond like, doing. A strip I'm a believer. Down, like like or like a, or hard rain's gonna fall. Like early Bob Dylan, like a folk music, folk music basically. The you birds. Know what I mean? By the, the way, the, birds. the other part of that episode is I just want. <laughs> you to, know that was the original. I just want to. Oh yeah, the original Hold sketch. On. George was went all those birds. guys. This was Duck what we did birds. on the previous episode. And this is why I said the birds. Grant Parsons. This is why birds. I said the birds. In any cases, so I could do this the birds bit. That's the other part of it. Country rock. Roger McGuinn, 12 string. All right, Adam, birds. your question. Uh, oh, when you, uh, Monster was the last record you bought. I believe so. So after that, was it, did you hate Monster or was it like, you know what? These guys are fine without me. Uh, yeah. Tally ho, my friends. Yeah, basically that <laughs> was it. And I would like, and I feel like. <laughs> Tally ho, gentlemen. I feel like Onward I would in your journey. check Good in sailing. on them. I would check in on them because. I remember when Bill Berry left the band, yeah. and I was very curious, and I like they replaced him with Joey Waronker, uh, the drummer who I also really like, so I, ch- I remember checking- From Beck's band. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember checking that out to be like, oh, what's this band like now yeah. without- Because I thought, you know, one of the things that I love about R.E.M. is, uh, is they have like a- incredibly identifiable sound that very much is the result of those three guys. Yeah. Yes. You know, and it, and Bill Berry's drums is integral as far as I'm yeah. concerned well, to he's what al- that sound is. Yes. And Just he's, as much he's as- also, he's also the best musician they say. So he's playing oh, a lot of the instruments that oh. are on the records as well. And, and he's like playing piano wrote and he's, everybody hurts and oh, like, that's yeah, cool. you know, so, so that when that went away, that's a big part of it too, yeah. that you're maybe not thinking of because you think of him as the drummer. Totally. Well, like, and, but as like, and I grew up playing drums, so I would prioritize drummers. So you always. got really upset when I said that about the beating the sticks. So. No, no, I thought it was totally. Don't fine. you still? Don't you still have a kit? You have a kit in sure. your house, don't you? Yeah. I want to hear you play. You've yeah, never man. invited me over. Do you have a place. recording of you playing with you? No, I do not. For okay. sure, not. I want to hear it. You um, know, Mike Mills. I'd love to rap over it. Mike Mills put it <laughs> interestingly uh, once, saying Bill well, Berry we'll is a is a compositional drummer. Uh-huh. Depending on the song, that he doesn't have a discernible style he carries from one song to the other. It's all about composing for yeah. the particular song. He's an incredibly musical drummer. He's yeah. not just put laying down a beat. Yeah. You know, and uh, which he does uh, oftentimes as well. But it is he's a very musical drummer, which is awesome. You yeah. know, What's especially the easiest because- beat to play as a drummer. What? What's the easiest beat? Easiest, yeah. Like oh, flamenco. I mean, yeah. Probably Tom Sawyer by Rush. Yeah, no, that's easy. Like those kind of like, you know, like anything that's like four. I like this. Tap on the table more. I like this. So if you're just like, if your bass drum is like. I love this. This is funky, funky. Jason, you're funky. Come on. You're funky. I love it. Okay, so Jason, uh, uh, we're going to play. You sent me a list oh, yeah. of uh, 16 songs. And play whatever that are, you want from it. If you've talked about some I'll of these play songs. Them in order, probably. Yeah, they're not in order, is what I'm saying. If you've talked yes, about them I'll and you want to skip the, something. You, you gave them to me in chronological order. I shall play them in the order that you gave them to me. 
these are your uh, not even favorite songs, as you described it, more of songs that touch your soul. Yeah, or just like that provoked nostalgia for me. So no order necessarily. No order, really. New I just, order. I just dumped, oh There's some boy. new order songs in I here, would, too. I would oh, love if Blue Monday was in here. Oh, my God. Ceremony? All right, here we go. This is the first one. This is Pilgrimage. Uh, it's such a great song. I almost feel like this is on most lists we've had so far. Am I wrong about that? I think you might be wrong, but it's, it is great. A lot of the ones I found that I chose were the more kind of atmospheric mm. REM songs. Yeah. Like air. Like That's air? That's atmosphere. Like, How do you mean? Like air, H2O, you know? Oh, like I we thought you meant it. the band air. No, no, we breathe it in, Sorry. we breathe out CO2. Got it. Worth H two O is really really worth water. It. What show chasing are you on? Down. Chasing that down was what worth it. What show are We're you? listening to a great song, Scott. Well, you'd rather just hear the song and not clever wordplay. That's not clever. Yes. Just, By the shut way, up. Scott is playing this off of an iPod. Oh, we've we he. I, he will not move off of this everyone iPod from 2005. Everyone loves the iPod, by the way. Everyone has written to me, and we've talked about this. Everyone. Saying, everyone. I get so many things saying, like, yeah, Adam has no idea why anyone would would, would use an iPod, but it's the only way to go. I get it's it. I'm not, busting your balls. I get why you have an iPad. Yeah. iPod, you're old. Yeah, zing. Boom. Great song. Great song. All right, next up. Go. I'm, I regret having you on the show. You know what? Can I say something? I'm having a great time. I consider you a dear friend. Adam, you as well. Thank you for having me. Fuck you off. know, I, I've had a few of those, and they all got stolen from my car. Because I was going to do the oh, same thing. I was I like, would never. this is one I'll just keep in my car. It has my entire library by the way, on it. And it got stolen by the way, three I, times. Of course. I had another break into my car the other night. Really? Where? In front of my house. This is like the third or fourth time. And your car was locked. My car, uh, what? And everyone has been writing to me saying like, you, what What it is is they have a certain thing that they can yes. press, but that's only if you have the key, the uh, keyless ignition. And I don't have keyless ignition. So I don't know how they're don't getting Don't you have there. a bloop, bloop? Is yeah, yeah. one of those? But, it, but it's not keyless. The, the Does that thing matter? that they're talking about only works with so keyless wait, ignition. They have a thing that can open cars? Yeah. Yeah. Same thing with garage door openers. Yeah. There's no like shit. a universal, people will drive around just yeah. going click, 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 waiting to waiting see. Waiting for, for Because there's a common to... frequency that a lot yeah, of them use. man, that but it was, sucks. But I don't keep anything in there. So it was another thing where like everything was open. The But oh, nothing takes The sunglasses. Sucks. No, because there's yeah. nothing in there. I take everything out of it. That's wild. At night, yeah. So but, you think someone had one of those and they opened your car? I don't know what Because otherwise would the alarm have gone off, I would assume? I would think so too, but, but the, the door was like open and it's uh, it's so unsettling. Yeah, it's creepy. I mean, I'm glad they're not coming into my house. Well, you should invite them in next time. <laughs> <laughs> but that is why I won't do like electric locks. Electric You locks. only do, wait, wait, On the wait. house. Oh, yeah. On the house. Yeah. Oh, 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 Like oh. those smart locks. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. like, no thanks. No. That seems well, also, like very easily. Anything that can be hacked. Also, yeah. if the power goes out, don't they... Don't, Don't all your doors fly open? <laughs> yeah. And a welcome sign fl- falls down. <laughs> and right. spotlights hit anything of value. All right, this is next. This is Catapult. Murmur's making a good showing here. Well, it's I, chronological. I, 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 yeah, right. And I loved And you know record. what that means. When I, when I, I eventually sure found this record, I loved this record. Oh, it's incredible. This yeah. is such a good record. I'm not going to say where it is on my, on my uh, uh, list. Oh, it's on your list, though? Catapult. Well, <coughs> no, I mean this record. Oh, murmur. Yeah, we're ranking all of our all of the records at the oh, end yeah, of this sure. journey. 
Sorry, I'm, this I, would, I will say I love this record, but I don't want to. This would be very high one. for me. This would be one or two, I think. All right, next up from the next record from Reckoning, we yep. have South Central Rain. Oh, yeah. Great. This is on everyone's this, list. This, this is, is crazy. The like this. Oh, yeah. yeah. This guitar line. Stop birds. Yeah. Stop and there's like, birds. There's so many bands right now, like Real Estate, uh, uh, Beach. Um, House? No, Fossils, Beach Fossils. Oh, okay. Uh, that have Real this, Estate's terrific. That have this same jangly kind Kind of yeah. is that um, your favorite type of music? I, it's stuff that I like in like the indie rock of stuff right now. I like those bands, but I, I also love I love that band Hop Along. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that band Big Thief. Mm-hmm. Um, I like I like a lot of stuff. All right, let's move on to the next one. We have this is on Dave Holmes' top ten. Listen to that snare. It's incredible. As a drummer, do you find yourself tuned into the drums a lot when Always. you listen to music? Are you really? Always, okay, yeah. interesting. Like, and when I go to a, I saw that band hop along on Monday night. Yeah. And I'm almost always just watching the drummer. I did not get a call. No, sorry. I remember the first time I saw Very R.E.M. available. Yeah. I, I watched Bill Berry yeah. the whole time. So that, great. That do you big... remember the first time you heard of R.E.M. though? Yeah. Didn't we do that like in the first episode? We must have talked about that. I believe we did. But his drum set on the Green Tour would light up. Uh, oh, on cool. Turn You Inside Out. Do you remember that? I don't remember that. Yeah. All cool. right. Next up from the same record, Don't Go Back to Rockville. It's just a good song. Just so good. Great. This is their second album in it. As many years. This is as close, I feel like, on the early records as you get to what could have been a, a bigger hit for them. Oh, yeah. You know, like, this song has, like, an emotional heft to it yeah. and a, a bit of a story to it. Isn't it that weird that it could have crossed we, we talked about this on the, on the episode devoted to it. I grew up a, just thinking it's a beautiful melody and a great song, but listening to it now, it's like kind of a novelty record mm-hmm. in a way. Like they're doing a country thing. Yeah, yeah, crying your beer song. Yeah, yeah, but but it's so great and such a wonderful melody that it transcended that. Yeah, and here it comes. No, it doesn't. Nope. <laughs> All right, <Not> yet <laughs> you're next, almost there. Next up from Fables. Unbelievable. <laughs> I love that line. I love yeah. that guitar line. I remember you, these lyrics. Once I sort of was able to decipher what he's saying, yeah. the, I just, the poetry of it was uh, okay. I'm gonna. Stop I feel talking. like the person that <laughs> I feel like the person that is similar to me later is Stephen Malcolmus, uh-huh. whose lyrics were also purposefully obtuse. Yes, yeah, and poetic. I, Neil Finn was a lot like that for me. Oh yeah, uh, Crowder House. He would he would paint images with his lyrics mm-hmm. but they weren't specific and so because of songwriters like that that i grew up listening to i never paid attention to lyrics because i was just like oh they don't matter they're you know take a all right next up feature. is this was a little bit of a hit right yeah this is it like a college rock hit yeah yeah exactly jason is miming the drums and i am getting a show and so is Adam, but, but he I doesn't know, know what, what he's doing. doing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's blaze through some so of the good. rest of these. 
These are these are great. God, these songs. are great. These are so God. good. Great songs. I mean, and I know it's nostalgia for us because these are the songs of our teen years. Yeah, but but these are great. Songs. These are incredible songs. I mean, when you like these guys could play a full night of just just hits. early hits. Yes, yeah. just early hits. Just yeah. IRS hits. Yeah. All right. Next up is a cover song. Speaking of our covers uh, episode, oh yeah, it's them doing their most famous mm-hmm. of all, mm-hmm. probably. This song originally was about the Punisher. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was "I Am, I Am the Punisher," the Marvel superhero. Yeah, yeah Frank this Castle. Was, I put this on because I felt like this was also like this a, is a major hit, a big time, hit yes. that I felt like was, and none of us knew it was a cover either. Yeah, and I felt like it was like this is where I started to be like, okay, okay, okay. I see what yeah. you're doing. This is like got a sound that I don't know that I'm wild about. All right, but I'm you know? willing to still shell out six dollars for a cassette. You mean yeah. like these guys? They're reaching a little for yeah. A hit? This felt like a little bit like purposefully poppy. Yeah, yeah. In a way that I didn't love. What's uh-huh. weird is they're just fucking around, though. It's a cover. Yeah. All right. Next up. But they up, put it on a record. Next up. It's not like they just played it live. Yeah. Oh, great. Amazing. Adam's, Adam's going to be uh, upset that I have the different mix. Oh, he puts the, the mix that was on the Best Of album. Eponymous. With yep. the horns and the weird vocals. Yep. Rather than the superior version that's on Document. This guy. Um, His voice is to, mixed so weird on this. I one. used to, like, these were songs that I would try and play drums along to. You know? Oh, I We bet. all like the very first thing that we hear. Yeah. Totally. So we never like the second thing, even if it's. Even if it's the superior. Yeah. I get that. Okay. Next up is. Oh, you're going to love this. Fans of typewriters oh, are very oh, yeah. excited. I love the sound of a typewriter. <laughs> No, so this great. is one of my favorites. This is Tom Hanks on typewriter. This is Sit yeah. Boo Boo Sit. Good dog. <laughs> uh, listeners of the podcast have heard this story way too many times, but in high school I used to walk around with a with a disc man and walk up to people, put headphones yeah. on their head and play, play, and play this. this song. Especially like, this you part. have to hear this. Uh, and 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 Zach Braff stole that for Garden State. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this That's song right. will change your life. <laughs> All right, next up. It's exhuming McCarthy. Here's an an interesting choice. Oh, yeah, King of Birds. Mm -hmm. Love it. Who do you think is the King of Birds? Who do I think? Probably Big Bird. Yeah, that's true. He's pretty big. Have you seen any of Sam Richardson's tweets about birds? No. That he does? Tweets? Birds? Yeah. No. I feel like I'm in the zoo. (laughs) That's really funny. Or the the aviary, maybe. (laughs) Maybe. The aviary is a part of the zoo. Not a lot of people put this on their I love favorites. That's great. I don't care for it. All right. This is that was the song that I was like, I know all these lyrics. Uh-huh. Oh, really? Yeah. What are the lyrics? I couldn't tell you now. <laughs> That's where I got the name of the when when I was like fantasizing about being in a band, a period of time where I wanted a band, I got the name for my band from the lyrics of King of Birds. Oh, oh really? Cool. Yeah. What what was it? It's super embarrassing, but it's funny. Right, say it. <laughs> the name of my band that I wanted to start was, it, it would have been called 
jeweler's stone. <laughs> uh, so that's listeners. That's the that's the thing. You guys, you you. Someone in this audience has an unnamed band right now. Just call it jeweler's, jeweler's stone. stone. I like the a first syllable. Very difficult thing to say quickly. Yeah, not easy. <laughs> jeweler. Hi, jeweler's we're jeweler's stone. stone. Hey, we're jeweler's stone. Hey, what's up? We're jeweler's stone. <laughs> Terrible. Um. Next up, really oh. pretentious name for a band. Oh, oh yeah. You're, I was in a it's band safe called to say, Love This Song. I was it, in a band called Mr. Tough Pants. Oh, wow. That's so much better yeah. than Jeweler's Stone. It's safe to say you were a pretentious person. Yeah. 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 When do you, when do you extremely safe? When do you think <laughs> you risk free? When do you think you stopped being one or are you still one? I'm probably still pretty pretentious. Uh, so something from out of time. Huh? Yeah. Great. And I love and I love this song. And this has like the, I love the spoken word vocals on this. I, I really think like. it's not a song. I don't if, think it's a song. It's the, I love this song. But to say it's not a song, a song is has absurd sung lyrics. That's not not true. necessarily. Sorry, I disagree. Sorry, I know. Okay. I know a what lot about people? songs with no lyrics. Is that not a song? Yeah. Those aren't songs. Those are those are beautiful <laughs> melodies. <laughs> and this might be the last one. Yeah, let's see here. Oh yeah. Come on. Come on. Listeners, listen to this song and save it in your memory because we're going to hear a version of it. Um this is like for me later REM. This is a great this song. Pinnacle. Yeah. I love you know this is like I like cuz again like as we've these last couple songs, right? All from later stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gone is that uh, jangly guitar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, this is like piano. This these are these are songs that have uh, classic don't, elements. Yeah, don't have that stripped down, bare bones kind of trio of musicians mm-hmm. um, making. You know, doing them. They're like bigger productions, yeah. more instruments, more players in the studio, all this kind of stuff, which uh, to me sometimes makes them feel bloated or not as interesting. Mm-hmm. And that's why I like this one because it is very stripped down to just like basically piano. Yeah, we've said a few times like the 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 later albums from like out of time on start feeling sounding really expensive. Yes, yeah, you yeah. Know? Just even that little part before night swimming where yeah. it's like, oh, big orchestra just warming up. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, we have to go to a break. When we come back, we are going to be hearing covers, other bands covering REM songs. That's going to be fun. And neither of you know what I brought. Great. Uh, we'll be right back with more. Are you Is talking a- REM Remi? Hey everyone, new t-shirts are in the store. Uh, are you talking REM shirts are there? What kind do we have these days? We have uh, stained glass, which uh, are pretty incredible. That's Todd Glass, Adam, and myself. And um, it looks like a concert t-shirt. Uh, and, uh, you know, a third of the profits go to Todd Glass. So if you love him, you know, put, put a little uh, coin in his pocket. Um, we also have the... Uh, the classics that we started off with, the uh, uh, monster, monster style and then the out-of-time style, yeah. Love them both. Mm-hmm. And uh, so those are in the store, and we're What's looking— What's your favorite, Scott? My favorite uh, of shirt these of— three and, Oh, of these three. Uh, I like the stained glass one. Okay. What's your favorite shirt of all time? Of not all time? E- and we're not even counting your shirts. Yeah, one, one, not even the ones I've worn. There was um, a, uh, a tank top T-shirt— mm-hmm. 
featured in, I believe, the uh, the the great film It Happened One Night, mm, yeah. where they pull the curtain uh, in between uh, the man and the woman who are staying in the same room so sure. they can divide the room and have a little privacy, and mm-hmm. he was in a tank top T-shirt. Mm. Oh, my God. It was the first time ever that a man's arms had been exposed on film. Uh, and uh, Historic I, moment. And historic moment, and I loved it. I loved it. It's great. So that's your top T-shirt? Top t- that's my number one with number a bullet one. top T-shirt. What about you? My favorite T-shirt is probably a T-shirt uh, that Andrew McCarthy wore in Pretty in Pink, and he wore it underneath a uh, kind of a blazer, sort of an unstructured blazer, but I think there were some some uh, shoulder pads in there. But Yeah, it was the pretty 80s. loose. There had to be some shoulder pads yeah. in there. He had well, a T-shirt on under there. It was pretty great. Was it, Did it have any kind of markings on it, or was it plain? Just plain color, solid plain, color. Uh, I think it was white, maybe off white, something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Uh huh. Have you tracked down that T-shirt ever? Is it in the Smithsonian or anything? That's the thing. It's in the Smithsonian, and so lying every, on Archie Bunker's chair. Every two days, I have to go to Washington D.C. <laughs> to see it. Um, if you want to see our T-shirts, go head over to podswag.com/rem, and you can uh, buy those. And we're looking to get new T-shirts in the store, hopefully by the end of the show. So. Um, Check them out. Yay. Welcome back. Jason, nothing from Chronic Town on your list. No, it was, that was not a big record of mine. Interesting. Um, um, let me look at it right now and see if there's anything that... This is Wolves Come a Lower. Uh... Um, welcome back. We're here with Jason Manzukis, and we are about to get into other bands covering R.E.M. Now, Adam... Uh, you must know of some bands that have covered R.E.M. I wonder if we're going to yeah. uh, bring up some of them. You don't know any of the songs that I brought? I, I now, don't. Obviously, we couldn't bring every cover of an R.E.M. song because there's way too many to play. Are there? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, it doesn't seem, they don't seem like a band that tons of people are yeah, constantly but covering. I, w- I would say I, I should have put Gardening at Night on there. Okay. That would have been that's the song a great one. from Chronic Town. That would have been the song. I brought 22 songs, great. but there's oh, there's pro- there's probably, you know, over 100 or okay. whatever. So, um, I brought 22 and I think I have links to some YouTube clips of other ones. So, okay. So, this is one that uh you mentioned the other week when we were uh when you brought uh collabs and we decided we were going to do a cover uh an oh, entire yeah. episode about covers. This is First Aid Kit. Oh, I like that band. Yeah, they're good, right? They're great. Um they they do a great cover of uh Tiger Mountain peasant song by oh, Fleet cool. Foxes. Yeah. And this is Walk Unafraid. Love this. Swedish band. Have you seen that video of them singing in the back of a cab? Emmy Lou for Shilu Long ago. I was brought into this life A little lamb, a little lamb Courageous, stumbling, fearless Was my middle name But somewhere there I lost my way Everyone wants the same Expecting me to step the narrow path they've laid They claim to walk unafraid I'll be clumsy instead Hold me, love me, or leave me 
Oh, I love their voices together. Beautiful. So great. They harmonize beautifully. I That's like yeah. them. From the Wild soundtrack, which yeah. oh nice. I've never seen it, but there's a picture. It looks like Reese Witherspoon has a backpack on the cover. It looks like an exciting movie. It, yeah, it, it's a great movie. I auditioned movie. to play the. Backpack. You don't have to say that because you're in Big Little Lies. No, right? no, I I love that movie. What's it about? Jean-Marc Vallée directed it. Yeah, what's it about? Very well, the director of Big Little Lies. That's true. What's it about then? Uh, if you love it so much, <laughs> it's about a woman taking a very long hike. Yeah, it's about a woman who's like, you know, her life is a, a disaster, and she takes a very long hike to kind of I get it back. All on right, track. this is. Uh, do you want to guess who this is, or do you want to? Uh, if you think we can, I don't know if you'd be. Let's able try to. it. And All right, then let's you try. Can tell us. All right. This is a live version. Oh, it might be even harder. We come to say you. We want to say you. They're talking. Todd Glass would be able to get it just from that. We haven't had enough. We want just John Bon Jovi. <laughs> that sounds like my guy. That's what he said about David Bowie. All right, here we go. Is this recent or old? Like, when is this from? I think it's, this is the 80s. Oh, okay. The 80s. Wow. I feel like it's, um... I feel like it's, like, um... Oh, Bez and uh, what's the twenty four? <laughs> oh, Happy Mondays. Happy Mondays. No, it's I believe it's the eighties, and it's it's released. It was on a uh, it's on their uh, uh, Roman Gods Up Front EP. This is the Flesh Tones. Oh, oh wow. yeah. I was never a huge Flesh Tones yeah, fan, same. but I have Me a few. Either. That's why I didn't know whether you could, could guess or not. But it's kind of cool, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah it sounds good. really good. Yeah. And they're having fun, right? Yeah. That, yeah. that counts for a That's lot. That's what it's all about. As far Guys, as I'm concerned. aren't we having fun? Yeah. Um, a lot. This next one is, now I've talked about this on the show before because this is the first time I ever heard the song Night Swimming. I heard this oh, band doing it. Okay. Um, and fans of previous episodes will be very interested to hear, and I got her permission to talk about this, but April Richardson, who was on our uh, episode talking about the Frightening uh, CD, um, um, she, since she was on that show and we talked, I believe we talked about this song on that episode, this version of this, song. this version of this okay. song, since she did that episode, she then went to England for a vacation, met up with the singer of this song and now is in a very serious relationship with him. Oh, funny. <laughs> like, went to a show of theirs mm-hmm. and met him afterwards just you for did. the first time? No, I'm asking is that like, yeah, what's Oh, oh, the... oh no, they uh, she was there for a for a, a a wedding or something. I can't remember did exactly what it was. Did this conversation on the podcast precipitate them meeting or just by happenstance? I think met? it was happenstance. They like had a Twitter conversation. Oh. I don't know how much I can talk about it, but they had they were they were saying they were just like, "Hey, let's meet up." Met up hit it off wow. in a big way and so uh, his name's Martin Rossiter and this is Gene can I oh sorry yes go ahead how did you hear it like on the radio or was it like in something that you saw it's a B-side I was very into Gene because they were they were a Britpop rec, uh, yep. Britpop band who I uh, was very into Britpop and they also sounded a lot like the Smiths were you into Britpop 
some of it. Yeah. But um, so this was a B-side to uh, to one of their songs. And and so I heard it and was like, oh, this is cool. And I looked at the credits and I was like, oh, Michael oh, Stipe. interesting. Uh, yeah. So, so you didn't know Night Swimming at I that I didn't point. know Night Swimming, but it, it made me like it then. Sure. So, he didn't okay. know Automatic for the people at all until we did yes. this. Oh, interesting. But, but sometimes yeah. it'll happen where like a band you like, like David Bowie uh, was what got me into Bruce Springsteen. Because I heard his version of It's Hard to Be a Saint in the City. Oh, that's interesting. And I loved yeah. his version of that. And so I was like, is that, that's a Springsteen song? Even uh-huh. though I'd heard Born in the USA and all that. So I went back and got that record. Anyway, this is Gene with Night Swimming. A lot like a Gene song. That's the like it's oh, like interesting because I was going to say I like it. It's it's it sounds really <laughs> lovely. It's so similar. It it sometimes covers Hugh too close to the original, and this Hugh falls into too. that I, category. An episode like. of Hugh, Hugh, Hugh too. Hugh too. I almost feel like it, it it is fun to hear Night Swimming with like guitar drums and, and yeah yeah coming in and then his voice has like the typical gene breathiness and a lot of reverb on it which makes this sound like a gene song which is why i liked it and yeah. i was like oh yeah. okay i mean it's very different style in a in a way yeah than it's really R&M, good but it's, it's lovely cool. all right I, I have two versions of driver eight and i i want you to guess who they are by okay um this is the first one Hammond B3 coming in. Mm-hmm. There's an organ in this song. The walls are built up stone by stone. Uh, no, Hootie and the Blowfish. Yes. Wow. Hootie really? and the Blowfish. Whoa. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah. Wow. He has this B-Sides record, I'm the only Hootie and the Blowfish record I own, but he does a version of the Smiths, please, please, please let me get what I want. And so I was like, fuck yeah, I'll buy it. Interesting. And he does Driver 8 on it. <clears throat> kind of interesting, Wait, let's, right? let's hear the... Sales, sales. I remember Hootie and the Blowfish being big REM fans. Oh, really? Interesting. I feel like he. I feel like he. I'm putting this on him. Yeah. Wanted to be one of those bands. He wanted to be an REM. He wanted to be, but they somehow became well, Counting that's the Crows thing. instead. Like y- you want to become whatever it is, and your sound is whatever just yeah. happens to come out with the people you're playing yeah. with. Yeah. And then you become huge, and it's like, well, and that's now what you are now. Now yeah. we're that. They were <clears throat> huge. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I did not like them. No, me neither. Yeah. yeah. All right. Here's another band. No offense, guys. Here's another Great band doing Driver 8. 
This is a punk band. No? Oh. Green Day? No. Yeah, that's, I was leaning in that direction, too. It's not a punk band. No. I will give you a hint. Yeah. Been on Comedy Bang Bang, this entire band, in the Largo scene. Jellyfish. No, they weren't on. We talk about them so much. Why'd you pull Jellyfish? Largo. I I feel like Jellyfish are synonymous with early Largo. Really? I don't think they ever played early. Really? Because they broke up by 92. Oh, maybe they've... Okay, I just something. put them in that same kind of world. But um, maybe not. Okay. This is the old 97s. Oh, oh Rhett good Miller. Good friend, Miller. Oh, great. Sorry, Rhett Miller. This is a great cover, I think. Yeah, it is. Pretty good. I like it. Yeah. yeah. All right, this is... I don't... I'm not going to make you guess on this because I don't <clears throat> think you would be able to, but do you know Rosie Thomas? Works with sure. Sufjan Stevens oh, all the and, time? Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, sure. this is uh, The One I Love by Rosie Thomas. Ooh. Guitar's a little out of tune, I would say. See, I don't even notice that. It's, yeah. It's going da-da-da-da. This one goes out to Beautiful. The one I love. Yeah. Her voice is so great. Yeah. This one goes out to the one I left behind. A simple thought to occupy my Change the lyric a little bit. That's her prerogative. Sure. I'm not going to take that away from her. This is great. Yeah. I yeah, like really that. Good. Oh, That's so far Ash? my favorite one. Can you hear what? I just wanted to hear Fire see. Oh, it and might, that's Sufjan Stevens. It is him, yes. That is for sure Sufjan Stevens. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, great. Love it. All right, this is another version of the one I love. Speaking of Jellyfish, this is uh, one of the multi-instrumentalists in Jellyfish uh, with his side project. I forget who the other person is uh, is in this band with him. The Moog Cookbook. Did you ever hear oh, that? Oh, I remember that. Yeah, they yeah. do like sort of- I didn't of, know that was Jellyfish related. Yeah, they do sort of funny, mm-hmm. uh, loungy versions of mm. songs. Adam hates it. This, this, when this stuff came back, like that loungy kind of um, uh, Martin Denny sound kind yeah. of thing, I did not. I, I couldn't like get into it. I couldn't either. <laughs> nope. Adam hates it. Jason hates it. I really, think it's funny. That Rosie Thomas one was yeah. absolutely amazing. To follow it up with this turd is really annoying. <laughs> All right. This is uh, one of the more famous, uh, and you'll know this, Jason, one of the more famous covers of an R.E.M. song. You mentioned them earlier, Pavement. Um, they sing uh, Unseen Power, Power of the Picket Fence about R.E.M., and this is their version of Camera. Oh, yeah. What's this on? Camera. What record is Camera on? No, what's this Oh, what's this on? Oh, oh, oh. It's on the Cut Your Hair single, but also on the oh. uh, huh. Crooked Rain, Crooked Rain Expanded uh, okay. reissue. I don't know that I've ever heard this. It's one of those covers that you kind of could buy as a pavement song. Yeah. I love the this song. 
All right. Want to hear more? Or? Yeah. I, yeah, I just want to get to the chorus. Sure. What do you think? I like that. But I, I don't know if what I like about that is what I like about Pavement. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, that's sometimes hmm. what I what I like when I like a cover. Yes. It, wow, it's not just like Gene. It sounds yeah. like a Gene song. This sounds like a Pavement song. Yeah, you know? I feel, uh, what I like about that is that it is, a to me, a good Pavement song. Yeah. I feel no allegiance to the R.E.M. song exactly. that it is. I know? agree. All right, this is uh, a couple more friends of the show, uh, Comedy Bang Bang. They both uh, have been on it uh, several times, actually. This is Matthew Sweet and Susanna Hoffs. Oh, nice. oh wow. With Sitting Still. Love it already. Matthew Sweet is especially one of those people who comes a little later that has a lot, is indebted to REM a lot. Yeah. God, we all Love Susanna Hoffs, too. Yeah, when she comes in on this, it's great. This is from Under the Covers Volume 3, their 80s cover record. Huh. They did a 60s cover record, a 70s cover record, well, and then cool. an 80s cover record. Speaking of the birds, her harmonies sound a lot like. Uh, yeah. Um, the birds. The birds. The birds. All right. I want you to guess who this is, if you can. So far, it's just silence. So it would be hmm. amazing if you did guess from that. Oh, uh, they're doing. Oddfellows Local 151. I feel like this is um, like an Orange County band, is it? No, no. but I mean, you're. I know why you're thinking. Yeah, uh, it's, a, it's not morphine, is it? No, no it's like um, it's not Presidents of the United States of America, but it's like in that. I know why you're thinking yeah, that, but that it's vibe. it's so much bigger than them. Oh, like it's a huge band. Oh. Uh. Want me to give it to you? No. Okay. Tool? Sorry? Tool? No. Ooh, like, that's... bigger than that, I would say. It doesn't really sound it's like It's not tool, Green Day. Though. It's, but in that, sort of in... It's not Op Ivy. No. Blink-182. Bigger, like, Ooh. more in the Green Day. Oh. Go, just maybe tell us. Um, Weezer! Oh! Uh. Yeah. I knew they covered this, actually. I can see that. Then where, why didn't you guess it, you dumb shit? Because I totally forgot. <laughs> what <laughs> What was this on? Was this on? This uh, is on like a pork and beans EP. Uh-huh. 
um, or s- I guess maybe some of the Red Album uh, reissues, or Got not it. reissues, but like, you know, extra tracks. All right, Adam, you know this song uh, very well. This is 10,000 Maniacs. Oh. Jeez, why leave that in? I love Natalie Merchant. God, I would love. Were, were you as into them as Loved. I Loved. Like uh, 10,000 Maniacs and Cowboy Junkies were oh like makeout music. Oh, yeah. Trinity session. Oh. Why are you leaning over to make out with me right blah, now? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Just let it happen. This is awesome. I don't think I've heard this. Oh, really? I don't think so. This is off the uh, Candy Everybody Wants single. Huh. Or maybe I did. I don't know. That voice, her voice is so instantly recognizable. Yeah. It is, and it's so, again, so evocative of a time in my life that it is, yeah. it just pushes an instant nostalgia button. It re- really reminds me of literally one year of my life, 1988, yeah. and that's I, it. I recently went back to find the that duet on um, that she and Michael Stipe do mm-hmm. on In Your Tribe, yeah. and went back through that album, and then went back through Our Time in Eden. Oh, yeah. And... Talk. I mean, seriously, it brings you right back to oh, 1992. They play, yeah, they uh, Cowboy Junkies. I guess have a new record, and they, they played do? a new song of theirs wow. on the radio yeah, recently. Yeah. And just hearing Margot Timmons' yeah. voice, even though it was a new song, I didn't know, immediately put me back into that era of of those those records. Speaking those of uh, Bruce Springsteen covers, they do Thunder Road. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's nice. pretty good. They All had right. some great records. Cowboy Junkies had great. some great Beautiful. Albums. This is, um, remember when we played R.E.M. singing an editor's song? Oh, uh, yeah. This is why R.E.M. covered the editors, because the editors originally covered R.E.M. This is Orange Crush. Did you do a whole episode of R.E.M. covering other people? We've brought up every time they've covered someone in the chronology, we've it. brought it up in the, yeah. I've got my spy, I've got my orange crush. I like this song, the original. <laughs> I know, I mean, I'm just saying this is reminding me of that I like this song. This is cool. And that's the end. British band? Yes. Very popular in the early 2000s. Okay. Like I, don't one know, of those I don't know this band. Yeah. In the same era as Interpol. Oh, I see. Know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Franz yeah. Ferdinand. Yeah. Like those exactly. guys. Yeah, Franz Ferdinand is yeah. exactly when they yeah. were big. Okay. Okay, this next one is... Um, this is Motion uh, City Soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Um, who Tony Thaxton is uh, someone uh, who I believe even listens to this show. Um, and uh, he, he drums with uh, Don't Stop or We'll Die Now. Oh, nice. um, this is his old band. This is Pop Song 89. Oh, cool. Oh, 
love it. I mean, they're not doing anything really new with it. It's just, heavy, just a little it. heavier and a slightly yeah. faster. It's pretty cool. All right, this is Hem. I don't know a lot about Hem, no. H-E-M. This is uh, South oh, Central Rain. This is like a delicate, yeah, I know this band. They had a bunch of records that sounded kind of noodly like, like this, yeah, like very, like very kind tasteful. Of, yeah, like coffee house. Yes. Yeah, I type. think I remember like making an effort to like I tried to get into them at yeah. a certain point. And it was I, I could. Maybe this is your in. Yeah, I think this is it. It's got a nice voice. Beautiful. Um, we might have to breeze through some of these. This next one is cry, cry, cry. Again, That's one the band? Yeah, one I'd never heard of, uh, but I saw them on a list of REM covers, so I bought this. Uh, this is Fall On Me. There's a problem with feathers, iron, bargain buildings, weights, and pulleys. Feathers hit the ground. Yeah. Who is this again? Cry, cry, cry. What year is this? That. I if you don't, don't have it, that's I okay. I don't know, but, don't worry about but it. Ryan fine. can look it up. I'm just curious. Cry, cry, cry. <clears throat> I like the. Me. I like the vocal harmonies. Yeah, the I'm harmonies not wild good. about the instrumentation. It feel. It sounds like a Sam Phillips. Oh yeah. It sounds a lot like Sam Phillips. Um. All right. <laughs> The next few ones come to us from uh, our good friends at Stereo Gum, who uh, sure the- uh, wonderful blog. Uh, they've interviewed at least me about this show. They love listening to the show. They put together a whole REM tribute record. Would they like of, of Automatic for the People? Of would bands- they like me to in- be interviewed for the yeah, show? Probably. This is the Veils. What do you think, Adam? Fast forward. I so there, there are like three awesome Veil songs that I love. The Tide, the Left, and Never Came Back is amazing. And then they, in watching the recent Twin Peaks, they have like an amazing song in that. Oh, wow. This is not my favorite, though, I have to say. Yeah. Uh, you know what's weird is this Stereo Gum, they did it for, uh, who did they do it for? Bjork, maybe, too? When they assign a band to a song and stuff, it they hardly any of them work. But there, but mm. there are some good stuff. This next one is uh, our good friends at Rogue in Rogue Wave. Also, oh, friends. I of, like this band. Friends of uh, Comedy Bang Bang. Yeah. Uh, they've been on. Uh, this is them doing the Sidewinder sleeps tonight. Like it fine. Yeah, I like it because they're doing something completely new with the song. It's totally different. 
So it, and it feels yeah. part is it really cool. very much like a Rogue Wave song. Yeah, which exactly. Is, which is nice. Rogue Wave is great. I uh, I like that band. It's not my yeah. favorite Rogue, Rogue Wave song again, but uh, it's they have some incredible yeah. songs. That's, this is that first Rogue Wave Rogue Wave record is great. That last I'm, one is great. I haven't I haven't checked that out. Yeah, right, they're right. great. And then uh, yeah, nice guys too. Really nice guys. Uh, this is the Meat Puppets. Oh, cool. With Everybody Hurts. Oh, great. It's nice. You like it, Adam? I do. What do you think? What do you think, Jay? Can you fast forward? Sure. Yeah, I like it. I like it. All right, next up is uh, oh, another friend of Comedy Bang Bang. At this point, if you have an REM cover and you're not a friend of Comedy Bang Bang, I don't understand what the fuck you're doing. This is uh, Sarah Quinn from Tegan and Sarah. Oh, cool. Featuring Kaki King, who's a, a, a great guitar player. A, a wonderful person as well. Uh, this is Sweetness Follows. Oh, cool. So far, my favorite song was the Meat Puppets one from the from the Stereo Gum thing. Yeah. What did you think when you lost another? I used to wonder why did you bother distance from one but two. What do you think? I like that. Is the whole song like this? I think or so. Or does a does does more stuff come in? Let me fast forward just a little. What bit. about the chorus? Let me skip the chorus. I skipped the chorus. <clears throat> oh. Or maybe not. I don't know. Maybe they're doing it. It might not have come. I like it okay. I don't love I like, it. I don't love yeah. it again. Yeah, okay. Um, this is uh, the Shout Out Louds. Do you know them? Yeah. Yeah, uh, from Sweden, right? Or something like that? This is uh, Man on the Moon. This is all the stereo gum. This thing. is still on the stereo gum, yeah. You've got this and another one on the stereo gum, and then one last cover, and then we'll call it a day and shake hands and part company. Walk away friends. <laughs> I already don't like this. You don't like I like the Shout Out Louds, though. But uh, maybe a bad mix. That, I found that most of the songs on this were good, but not. Do you feel like they were uh, not great matches songs? Yeah, to band? like whatever was popular in this year that they did it are not good matches for REM. Like, yeah. you know. But it's all right. This Wait, one, let's, I let's think. Let's see where this goes. Okay. Probably to the chorus. Maybe. Or to Toledo. Who knows? Shut up. Mr. Fred, last year, 
I feel like this would maybe be better without that beat. Although the beat is the only thing that's interesting sort of interesting. You. Yeah, I don't know. It's a weird mix of a bunch of stuff that isn't working for me. Does it kick it? Yeah, let's see if they Let's do. see if it kicks it. Hold on. Fast forward a little it's bit. A, it's... You skip the chorus. I don't like Who this cares? Song. All right. This is Dr. Dog. This is not bad, though. It's infuriating. I'm on some website that's got the 20 best REM covers. Many of these are on there. Yeah. I bet you looked at it. I did look at it. This is pretty good. I like this. What song is it? Find the River. Bulletproof song that it also this sounds like a Dr. Dog song. It too. does. Like it's it, this is their style. So I yeah I like it, uh, but that song is just so great that yeah. I, I don't know what you could do to fuck that song. Well, up. here's the thing though, like the shout out louds doing, um, you know, Man on the Moon. That's a bulletproof song, but we didn't like it because it, because to me they're not doing it in the shout out louds style Maybe either. So, like yeah. this sounds like a Dr. Dog song, but it's a good melody. All right, this is, I want you to guess. And they've also got a good, like, loose, like, bar band yeah, vibe yeah, yeah. that yeah. jibes well with, with the source material. All right, um, this is a live version uh, of a song. I want you to guess who this is. This is Weird Al. It is yes. Weird Al, yeah. Weird Al Yankovic. I was is... going to say that because it sounded like him, but I was like, but would he just do a straight cover? This is, Okay, so what this is from is his tour that he did this yeah. year of all deep cuts. Uh, he would do one cover song a night. Oh, cool. And so this is the R.E.M. song that he did. He sent that's it to cool. me. Uh, oh, that's great. Awesome. People can hear every show of his on Stitcher Premium, the uh, ridiculously self-indulgent, ill-advised vanity tour, um, they're all up there on Stitcher Premium. That's you can awesome. hear any performance he did. So, And and he does a U2 song. He does uh, 
several uh, he would do just a different song and some of them were based on whatever town he was in so I think this might oh, have been the this might have been the Georgia I like that track uh, I can't find like the Dr. Dog cover on uh, it's probably just on YouTube or the stereo gum thing it was free on stereo gum like it was oh, basically okay. they would let you do- I'll send it to you though but then again you don't have an iPod so you'll never be able to listen to it that's Check untrue. and fucking mate, whoa, my friend. Whoa, whoa, whoa! That is untrue. All right, so those are the covers. You, those I don't know great. how you think the I, the iPod technology works. I don't know how. Every time I've sent you an um, Wait, MP3, the, you've said I don't have a computer. Is the Doctor Dog do of only available on iPod? Is that song only available for iPod? No, but Adam does. Anytime I send him anything, he's like, I don't have a computer. I don't know. I can't no, listen. No, I to have this. a. That's not true. You don't have a computer. You, you sent me. You sent me <laughs> some weird files. Weird uh, files. MP3s. No, they, weren't, they weren't MP3s. The one. The last ones you sent me. They were lossless. Or they, were they FLAC files? They weren't FLAC files. They, they were MP3s, were. and he just. Well, they're. Guys. Some of them that you sent me are all in my iTunes library now, and then some of oh, them were weird. And are you guys going to do that whole episode where you just have an IT guy go through and work on <laughs> syncing up your, Honestly, that would your be playlists? Great. <laughs> I wouldn't mind it because I'm sick of this. <laughs> all right, Jason. Guys. What is your polite. feeling on REM? What do you want to say about them? If you could... Talk to them. What would you say? You know, REM. Like a, a lot, of, I've said a lot. Uh, I don't know if I could talk to them, but I would say I met Michael Stipe once. And well, I, tell us about that. What the? F- what show are you on? I just met him in passing. Bury the lead. I just <laughs> met him in passing. Bill Bury the lead. I didn't talk to him really, other than to say hi. It's a pleasure to meet you. I'm a big fan. Blah blah blah. It was really that much. Where? Um, who were you with? Um, uh, I was with people at a restaurant. That it, it's very. Uh, it's not a great story. I wish I hadn't said it because it, it it seems <laughs> to be really seems to be more exciting than it is. But um, it, like I've said, like to me, this band is you know it obviously this band is the college radio band of that era. You know, it really yeah. defines uh, a late eighties, uh, uh, early nineties college rock. You know, college rock radio, the kind of music that I was obsessed with. That really like started the ball rolling for me to then become obsessed with Guided by Voices and Pavement and Afghan Wigs and all the bands that then, you know, were the kind of bedrock of my college years. I still loved and listened to R.E.M. throughout a lot of that. And I think they are, you know, that sound uh, informs a lot of the music, like I said, that I still like now. Uh, is this sentence ending at any point? or You asked like, me. What do you I want? Know, but what do you want answering right now? your question. What do you want Stop. right now? Okay, fine, I'm done. <laughs> I have a question. Oh, come on, Jason. I have another question. No, continue. You asked me, you literally asked me to sum up. Your question had three questions in it. I'm I'm answering it. Hey, I'm just breaking <laughs> your balls. You see what I deal with on a this, daily by the way, basis. Daily. By the way, now or I week, get it. bi-weekly basis. Now I get it. <laughs> I have I have a question. Did Please. you follow the, the post-Bill Please Barry host years? that I respect. Did no, you, he said he didn't. Not really. Did you... <laughs> Did you follow them much? So angry today. You're really like. I'm sorry. Fired can, up. I, can I be honest with you guys? Things are not going well at home. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. You want to talk about it? You want to put on a sad REM song and talk about it? Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, I didn't follow. I mean, yeah. I followed them in as much as like you were like Joey Warnaker. Cool. As and I would listen to the record when it would come out. 
You yeah. know, I would uh, and I would read whatever profiles came out along with it. Yeah. And, but I I never could. Guys, I, they never guys, stuck with get me. Into it. They guys. never stuck with me. Yeah. You okay, bud? No, we're all, things we're all haven't friends. been going well. What's, What's going happening? on? What's going on? Is everything okay? Cool up and I had a fight. What about? <sighs> you we don't have a, to say what no, it is. No, it's okay. We were in a fight about who loved each other more. Yeah. And I swore that no one could love anything more than the way I love her. Yeah. And she agreed? She agreed. <laughs> Wait, Scott. T- to me, that doesn't sound like a fight. That sounds like a conversation. Well, we let me tell you what happened then. Okay. We just started kissing. Can I ask you a question? Okay, well, uh, can I ask you right. a follow-up question? Yeah. I think perhaps yeah. Adam and I are assuming that what you're describing mm-hmm. is like an argument between a couple. Are you saying you got into a physical altercation? Oh yeah. A fight? I punched her in the vagina. <laughs> oh, okay. So hey, you this, punched her in the vagina. This interaction yeah. involved. And I don't punching? mean like oh, no, you I don't should, mean outside the you vagina. Gotta cut I, this. You should cut I this uppercut oh, right, oh, no, right no, up no. in there. That's terrible. It was <laughs> it was bad. Scott, you should not this is an admission of guilt in a to She's a crime. Dead. She She's dead! She's dead! This is a confession. Well, guys, this is going to do it for us. Um, Jason, I want to thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. You're my good friend. Oh, the the band I was thinking of earlier is The Babies. Oh, Oh, The Babies are great. And the the album Our House on the Hill. Great. I'll look at it. The Babies are really good. They have a great great best of. Oh, good. Um, All right. Jason, thank you. Thank you. Adam. You did the bare minimum this week, but I appreciate you at least showing up. <laughs> See? Wow. Lots of wow. fun. Wow. This, the, the vibe in doing this podcast has been difficult. <laughs> I would imagine. I have thoroughly enjoyed it, but it is fraught in Look, the room. I got to admit something. <laughs> I don't like doing the show without him anymore. <laughs> Adam, be careful. You're about to get a punch in the butthole. I guess. An uppercut in the butthole? <laughs> a butter cup? A butt per- My little butter pup has the sweetest smile. All right, we got to go. Jason, thanks so much, buddy. Thanks, buddy. Adam. Thanks, man. Great I work. enjoyed it. I was kidding. I, I oh, love oh, you. Backtrack, I love you. Backtrack. Stop. We're going to see you next time. And until then, we hope that you have found what you're looking for. Hey, Queeros, it's me, Cami Esposito, and I'm here to tell you about my podcast, Query. You can sit in on hour-long conversations between me, Cameron Esposito, and some of the brightest luminaries in the LGBTQ family. Query explores individual stories of identity, personality, and the shifting cultural matrix around gender, sexuality, and civil rights. Plus, it is fun. We have had some incredible guests. Uh, Emmy winner, Lena Waithe? Yes, definitely. Congressman Mark Takano? You bet. L Word creator Eileen Shaken? Yes. President and CEO of Glad Sarah Kate Ellis? We definitely have. We've got celebs, people like Trixie Mattel, Evan Rachel Wood, Tegan and Sarah, the band and the people separately on two different episodes. We also have activists and change makers in our community. I think it's a one of a kind show full of chats you have never heard before. It's identity, it's community, it's query. You can find query every Monday on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.